This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Uh, you got Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike, FIFO and Rod. Uh, the people want to know, was the mic still on? I'm saying. Thank you for listening to a new episode of the Is the Mic Still On podcast. My name is Kenneth B. Ange. Joining me on the show, we got Mike. I sometimes hurt C-Town. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, live through the pain, bro. FIFO 24-7. What it do, what it do. BZ, I don't hurt. 4.30. What up, though? <laughs> you took that COVID test like a G, Humvee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick, uncomfortable <laughs> at times. What's Do go- say. What's going on? And uh no Rod, no Sophie this week. Uh But for the first time, man, you guys have heard him on the show. You guys heard him on Dead End Sports via Zoom. He's here in the flesh. We got Q. What up, bro? Yo, 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 what's good? Brother Q in the excited, house. Excited, What's good, what's good? Yeah, Q's filling in for Rod this weekend. Nick is filling in for uh, for Sophie. So uh, real quick, if you guys like what you hear, please share the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm let that go. <laughs> Mike, you, you're stupid. <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can do so at Patreon. It can be found at patreon.com slash is the mic still on or Click the link in the description for those of you that are new to the show. Is the Mike Stallone is composed of five parts. We do word of the week, facts only, topics, common commentary, and we close the show with the past the mic segment. Um, so real quick before we jump in the show, man, why why are you in here in Atlanta, man? Why are you in town? You come look for Rod? Uh, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm in town with my boy Maya, uh, actually a new artist who's just uh, trying to move out here mm-hmm. and. Uh, Got some labels, say situations that we're looking through, and I'm helping them with some music. So, just wanted to shoot down for the weekend, tapping with y'all, tapping with some folks who I knew in the city. So, is uh, is Maya his his rap name? Yeah, or? his uh, uh stage name is Maya. His real name is Jeremiah, but everybody. Okay, okay. Is that him over there? Yeah, it's him right there. Maya, come on, to the mic, say something, bro. Say what's up, bro. Yeah, what's good, y'all? What's good? Like I said, yeah, my name is Maya, uh, 22 out of Chesapeake, Virginia. Um, this is my dog. We went to school together. Um, didn't know we would really get into working on music together, but definitely helped me be a better artist, um, better, better person. And, I mean, he just pushing my growth for real, for real. So. For sure, for sure. So we just moving like that in 2020 and beyond. So really excited and uh, appreciative to be here. Dope, yeah, yeah. Just uh, uh, send me the link. I know you sent me a, a song, right? Yeah, for sure. We got a new single out on all streaming platforms. It's called Cascades. You can follow Maya on uh, Instagram at M-I-A-H Music, Maya Music. Check them out. We're really dope artists. We got a project coming soon, so. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll drop all that in the uh in the description. For sure. So, so people can check them out. Uh you know, people that listen are honest. For sure. So, we always uh, want on, on, honest feedback. So you get the truth. <laughs> For sure. All right, cool. So let's jump into uh into the show. Free song? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so the word of the week is free song. Free song. Free song. Spell it. F R I S S O N. N is a Nancy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Part of speech is a noun, origin, French, late 18th century. Uh, first definition, a sudden and intense feeling of excitement, uh, like COVID test. <laughs> well, no, that's not an excitement, is it? I mean, depends on what you, you how get, you get down, on, huh? On pain, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, the second is a sudden, a shudder caused by a thrill. And the examples are, I felt a giddy frisson when I got the big promotion. Mm. And the second is when the orchestra arrived at the gorgeous climax of the piece, many in the audience experienced a moment of frisson. This one sounds like a French word. It sounds like food. Food? You eat that frisson? <laughs> Hell yeah, nigga. I'm going to eat my shit, nigga. <laughs> Boy, <I tell you. laughs> All right. So, yeah. So let's see. Uh, so we got a couple of facts only. Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily a facts only, but I'll read it anyway. Uh, Birdman85059 said, facts only. Chris Brown's career went downhill. It took the Michael Jackson tribute at 2010 BET Awards that brought him back. His album immediately after the Rihanna situation flip-flopped. His second album released after the Rihanna abuse. Fame is the album that brought him back. Him crying while performing Man in the Mirror is what made the culture open arms back to him. Anybody remember that? I I vaguely remember, I remember that. the, the awards. Well, the awards I remember. I'm just talking about that decline that he had for you. Because I remember when radio wasn't playing him mm-hmm. for like a That's summer. He got canceled yeah. for a little bit, man. He was on pause like for a he minute. Didn't he all. didn't. He didn't get canceled. He was canceled for. I mean, it was it was seriously like a month or two, and it seemed like he was right back. Yeah, he was like a summer where he, he wasn't was, gone. Yeah. Pause is probably the right way to describe it. Yeah, it okay, like. fine. He was paused. But you said you said we're really trying to get funky. You said that we canceled him as much as we possibly could. I did. That's say. what. Right. That's wrong. So he paused. <laughs> How you come back with y'all niggas try to do da da da, but I'm still wrong? How you do that? Just How you do it? <laughs> do you get a frisson out of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna eat my frisson. Uh, but now, all right. Um, yeah, he was paused. Yeah. He was paused. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, the second one, that black dude said that it wasn't H and M though. It was one of their subsidiaries. And other stories, I guess that's the name. Some some chain I'd never heard of um, that had that word nigga on it. No, that shit's wrong as fuck because my source was CNN. Yeah, so so what a few people <laughs> said in the in the in 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 reply to that was mm-hmm. that even though it's a subsidiary, because they were affiliated with H and M and are the well known more bigger brand, then that's why they had to apologize. But they're still somewhat sort of related. It's just. I guess he's saying factually H and M. It wasn't the one that was doing it, so I don't know. Well, holla at CNN, goddamn it. Okay. People say, "Don't look for me. <laughs> I'm just the messenger." Yep. Don't fact only me, goddamn. All right. I've been um, pretty clean as of late. 
Right. It ain't a drug test, nigga. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just get just get three sources next time. <laughs> Outside of CNN. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so those are the facts only that we have for the week. Uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the show. Uh, shit, where we want to start, man? Who got a topic? Well, I just saw this recently. Did y'all see that uh, Tony Braxton comment that she made? As far as she mm-hmm. said, I uh, I regret not having more sex when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I should have drank, partied, and smoked more. I think, I don't know, maybe she's having a midlife crisis somewhere. She's just re- been reflecting through the whole pandemic like a lot of people about the past and whatnot. But I was just, it was just interesting for her to say that. Because I was reading this like, you could do all that shit now, nigga. Like, I mean, not now, now with COVID, but like. The stuff she mentioned is stuff that I mean, if you want to bump uglies, did she put you're Tony age? Braxton? Did she say what age she said she should have had more sense? No, she didn't mention her age, but I know she's like in her fifties. Hmm. That's probably why she's saying that because she probably feels like it's maybe a little irresponsible to do that thing now. But that made me think about like just in general, like do y'all have regrets? Like do y'all feel like y'all done enough when y'all was younger, or y'all wish y'all could have done more? As far as partying and stuff? We're just well, ha- like anything. enjoying life, especially now. Cause I've, I've been thinking about now with, with the pandemic and mm-hmm. just like how life has changed so much. Like mm-hmm. you see the jokes, like, damn, I, the people who are introverted, like, damn, I wish I would have went out more and, and really, you know, mm-hmm. enjoyed enjoy the, right. the, the day. Like even if it's a sunny day now, it's like you can't really enjoy it like you wanted to. Like it, yeah. it kind of like compromised in a way. That's why I was no, just wondering. I mean, as far as like traveling and enjoying life, I think I, the only thing I do regret is I wish I took more pictures back then. Because back then I wasn't really super picture heavy mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, well, now, I, you know, I, if I go somewhere, I take pictures or whatever. But yeah, that's the only thing I really regret is like not taking pictures. Like I don't have a lot of pictures mm-hmm. of moments, you know, where I've traveled somewhere, you know, when I was 20 or 21 or going somewhere with my mother and my sister or something. Like I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of pictures of that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, I don't have no regrets as far as like me living life and shit and being single and doing oh, yeah. B, B was out, B was been out here this Detroit yeah, no, player right here I don't have, I don't have, I don't have no regrets at all as far as that so yeah that's the body count but it ain't it's 400 that's what I'm saying yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no I don't have no regrets yeah I don't, I don't have no regrets um don't, so I, ha- I have one I have one but it doesn't have to it's not like COVID or going outside related it's. I wish I would have pursued college basketball heavier when I was in high school, like because it was obviously my situation. I moved around a lot, so I, I like in my last couple of years, I just I, I wasn't stable in high school. You know what I'm saying? So like I had a couple of colleges interested in me when I was in Miami, but then I moved to Macon, and then I moved back to my. So mm. it was just like a lot of movement. So I wish I would have been more focused on that goal. Mm. So that's the one thing I wish I would have changed. That's fair. But you, Mike. Oh, yeah, I got a lot. I won't get all into it here, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely did a lot when I was a kid. Like, we used to just get in the car and drive to fucking Indianapolis just because. Drive to Baltimore just because. Because, you know, being in a car for 17 hours when you're fucking 17 ain't shit. Mm. I can't do that now. Well, 30 minutes, my knees start hurting. And I'm, ready. <laughs> I'm ready to pull over and crack my back. <laughs> but, yeah, I wish I had um, – I definitely wish I had done more with, with, with schooling, you know, when I was younger. Because, I mean, I was just – being in bands and traveling around and following bands, just doing dumb shit. And now being the age I'm at now and I'm looking back, I'm like, man, I really, I really dicked around a lot when I was younger because I didn't have any structure. So I do wish I had done a little bit more with schooling, but I do also wish, cause I didn't party like that. We were going to like concerts, you know, we were driving 20 hours to go see a band play and then driving back. 
So, I mean, we definitely got that kind of stuff out of, out of our system. But in terms of what Tony Braxton is saying, I get it. You know, if she's older, maybe she just doesn't feel like she sold her wild oats when she was younger or explored her sexuality when she was younger. Or maybe she just doesn't feel like she was able to break out and just do certain things. I get it. She did mention that I think someone said like religion played a part in that. Yeah. In her limiting her, you know, her interactions with that kind of stuff. Um, which is interesting because I didn't know she was that religious. Like I didn't really, not she, from her she's music. Black. So she's mm-hmm. automatically stuck mm-hmm. in that kind of religious umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how it goes. Hmm. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> and I think, um, with her being 50, uh, I'm 44. You don't got a regret scan? Shit. Hell yeah. You know, and, and that's what I was saying. Like when you get, um, to that age, um, shit, even my age, you do reflect back mm-hmm. on like growing up and high school and college and college choices like FIFO was talking about. Um, just everything, man. Um, you know, so, so I do, I do have, have regrets because you think that you got ample time to make it all up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and you don't, then you look up and it's 10 years later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, there were, uh, colleges I were, was accepted to, university I should have went to, uh, probably would have changed my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never know that. I wish I went around the streets as much as I did. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I would have taken back then when education was really something, right? Uh, it meant something to go to school. Like now mm-hmm. things have changed, obviously, yeah. but you know, um, you know, being as, as, you know, I, I, I seriously think growing up in Mississippi being racist, um, that if I would have taken high school a little bit more serious, um, who knows where my life would have been? Um, cause I was trying to go for valedictorian and, all kind of shit happened in between like uh shit eighth or ninth grade and senior year so um so as, at one point I was just like man fuck it and I just started hanging around with the wrong crowd man um the wrong side of the family at times and just let all the other shit go and um it just you know went through just went through high school i i enjoy those moments i don't regret them necessarily because you know you do get that side of life by being in the streets and running around with knuckleheads and fools and gangs and shit like that so there is maybe some perceived value in that i think but if i would have applied myself educationally man bro it's funny the stuff y'all saying is the stuff that i'd be thinking about too like, as far as, like, the shit that I did in high school, like, if I would have took that seriously, I could have went to a different college and had a, I, I was thinking about going to, you know, Howard University. If I took high school more seriously, I probably could have done that. But now, and then even now, it's just like, when I moved down here, like, shit was just kind of rough for the first part. And then not make me think, like, I should have planned better. I could have done this better. I could have been a lot more stable. But like you said, Ken, like, but at the same time, this is what got me here. Like, this is who mm-hmm. I am at this point. Like, I'm not saying, like, I regret who I am now. So it's kind of yeah. like, it's really hard to how to balance that in your head. Like, the th- things you wish you would have done versus the things you have done. And I think it's, like, about, like, the possibilities in one's head that you're always thinking about. It's, like, the different doorways that you could have taken. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's um, it's one of the more tormenting things about the human experience. That it's like, damn, if I, if I took this door, what would this life mm-hmm. be like? If mm-hmm. I took this door, what would this life be like? So I think regrets are more so like products of imagination, obviously. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's we got to stop beating ourselves up over, over them because we can imagine ourselves into nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And think I that, think it's necessary, though, because it allows you to make different choices in the future. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's just part of life experience because if you don't have those opportunities that you didn't take, that you mm-hmm. question, mm-hmm. then how would you make a decision later on in life mm-hmm. that would be, quote, unquote, the right decision? Mm-hmm. Because now I had that experience of not making the right decision, I will make a better decision in the future. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, it's it's a, it's necessary. Right. It's like we have to have these things because right. nobody's life is perfect. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even if on the outside we look at somebody that, quote, unquote, made all of the right choices, mm-hmm. they're still going to be thinking, just like Tony Braxton, about all of the stuff that they could have, should have, would have done. Well, that kind of speaks to kind of what he what he's saying. Like, no matter what door we walk through, we're mm-hmm. still going to be thinking about the what ifs. Because I, I think it's so much about, there's a difference to me in self-reflection and re- regret. You know right. I mean? Self-reflection is like the ability to like assess those choices, assess those decisions and be like, if perhaps if I tweak this, or perhaps if I, assess this late, late, maybe later on down the line, something will give a different outcome. But to me, it's maddening to go through life thinking, man, I should have, I should have, I should have, mm-hmm. because there's a million should have. Mm-hmm. There's a million could have, you know? So to me, I think that we should be more gentle with ourselves when it comes to our regrets and stuff. That's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, and my advice to Tony, like, go ahead, bump as much uglies as you want to. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know is why. She, you, is she married? I thought I don't she was talking to ba- ba- uh, Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, I thought they it, was. It like, don't sound like no, it. No, 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 they, they broke up. They broke, broke up? up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's still asking for sex and stuff. She, I mean, if she were Bourbon, that's, that's a big issue in their relationship. But she if they ain't together. asking for sex. Where, where you get that from? No, I'm just saying, she. it sounds like she. she's in a new you know, you go, I'm not saying you know. So, you so it doesn't it. sound like she's sexually frustrated. She just says that maybe yeah. there were opportunities when she was young. It sounds like she's a that new. She should have taken. She, she, it sounds like she's trying to do, maybe she's trying to do that now. Nah. With really? what she got I left. I didn't take that. That's not, I didn't take that. that. I, I don't know. So me, what does that mean when you say that then? To me, it seemed like reinvention. I don't know. It's like, it's like we just want to imagine different selves in our, in like our lifetime. So it's like thinking about, yo, what if I had all this? We're thinking about a different self. Mm-hmm. We're not actually thinking about who we are. We're thinking about what we could have been, should have been, or what we would like to be, or what, who we were too afraid to have been, who we were kept from being. So does that not cause change? It can, but I don't know if that necessarily means that she is like, man, I should have been out here like on my back twenty four. I don't think that's what necessarily <laughs> like she's saying. I think I think it's more so like I wonder what that lifestyle would have given to my happiness. Or maybe she's just wondering what those experience would have been For like. Real. It doesn't sound, I mean, again, I didn't read the whole article. I just saw a little headline because mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't care. Right. But from what you just read, it doesn't sound like she's saying I'm sexually unhappy right yeah. now. No, no, I'm not just saying it, about sex. I'm just saying like the stuff that she mentioned, all that things, I feel like you could do that now. So that's what I was thinking with that reflection. But maybe like, she doesn't want to do them now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be running around being extremely promiscuous now. But when I was 15 or 16, yeah, sometimes I do wonder what those experiences would have been like. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, When I'm traveling around, like when I was in my band and I were going around and we're doing this and that, yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, what would it have been like if I was doing all this and 
you know, groupies, da 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 But that doesn't mean at the age I'm now, I want to go run around doing that shit. Hell no. Nah. Right. I'm too afraid of things for me to do that now. <laughs> shit, COVID is just one of them. But it just sounds to me like she's just saying, like, maybe she wishes she would have experienced more of life back then. Because if she comes from a very religious background... Mm-hmm. It's she very stifling as far as experiencing yeah. life. Definitely. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't religious, but my family was. So I had to do everything I was doing on the sneak. Mm. But if I was more open and honest with my family, I wouldn't have done a quarter of the shit that I did when I was younger. But that side of the family may just be a little bit different. So maybe that's all she's saying. Yeah, to add on to that, growing up, you know, my, my grandfather was, you know, a reverend. So on my dad's <laughs> side, they were Baptist and extremely religious. So, and then my mom's side is the one where, you know, uh, the, the bad side, so to speak. And, um, so yeah, so it was like, there was this duality that I was kind of living in, but speaking to the religious part, like that stuff grabs a hold of you and you, you, you kind of, you're, you're some, you're somewhat brainwashed and you, you make your choices based on that. Mm-hmm. On the things that you're taught and the, the fear that they instill in you growing up. And those are the things that she's probably thinking now that she has her, her freedom. Um, she's looking back and like, God damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was some bullshit. I could have, I could have had this the whole time. Yeah. I missed 40 mm-hmm. something years of my life. That's probably what she's looking at. I think it's a positive statement, but again, I didn't read the whole shit, so it might have got. Well, yeah, I was just going off. It must be really good to her. She must have got some really good stuff. Yeah. And she was like, God damn. She, I was like, that's what I was thinking too. Like, she must have got dicked down and just said, she just posted right after that. Why wouldn't it finish this earlier? (laughs) Like, God damn, I had good dicks. Fucking with Birdman, fucking. But you know what? I, I also look at it like, you have a pretty good life if that's what you're looking back on and regretting. Mm. I'm looking at it like, like the, the things that we discussed, like Ralph was talking about school. I was talking about school and Ken was talking about school because it would have made our lives look yeah. yo ass, of course. Oh, I wish I did more drugs and sex. You know? <laughs> I, I was just, I, I, hey, Mike, I, I got I experiences that I, hey. I'm still closer to the youth for right now. I got I three years you. left to be a young nigga. I, <laughs> and then I'm with y'all. <laughs> I get it. But I'm just saying, you, I, I hate to be that way, but I was thinking, I was like, should I say it? Fuck it, whatever. Like, you probably live a pretty fucking good life if you're like, man, I wish I fucked more and drank more when I was younger. Right. When the rest of us, looking at our shitty-ass, punk-ass, fuck-ass lives, we're like, damn, I wish I would have gone to school and got a better degree. <laughs> a better <laughs> an upstanding citizen. Yeah, been a better yeah, person. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but either, either both of those things are valid, though. Yeah. You know, having fun when you're young and experiencing life when you're young, because you really can't. You can't be RH out here doing that shit because yeah. it's just it's just not. I feel like it's not gonna look good. It's I not, feel like it's not gonna, gonna feel good. You throw your back out. You put a crick in your neck. You can't be doing the moves you were doing. You hey boy, yeah. watch this here boy. You can't do that shit no more. I feel like men think they a young nigga from the time they're eighteen to they forty. I mean, ask Scotty Pippen. And then once you hit forty, that's when you realize like, all right, it's a wrap. Uh, uh-uh. it's I, ask I think Scotty it come, Pippen. Was he like, running through him? The way that he dresses, it, I think he's like a, a, an elderly gentleman, like fifty. He's elderly. He's like fifty-five, yeah. fifty-six, still be. dressing got, like had he, cornrows and yeah, shit, like yeah. nineteen. I'm like yeah, Scotty, man, what are you doing, like, dude? You know, it was just like the nineteen-year-old college like sweaters and the. Jerseys and the gold a, chains and like yeah. Scotty, you 
50. I'm on 60, man. Like, let's just get it But maybe together. he's trying to hold on to that youthful style. Is he behaving like a child? I mean, you remember the whole situation? This is not to get on Scotty's topic, but with Future and his, like, wife being I taken from Future. That was Scotty Pippen. Like, that, that whole yeah. Larsa Pippen is a situation where Future... You said Larsa <laughs> It was a Larsa Pippen situation where uh, Scotty's wife was intermingling with rappers and then Scotty was beefing with Future for a minute. It was a whole thing. So it's a little bit of both. So I think he needs to just relax. You know, some guys hold on to that youth, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and just need to be more age-appropriate, like yeah. be more of a model to the folks coming up, up after you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that perhaps that's what um, Tony could be doing, but it's hard for me to not agree with Mike when we're talking about, like, people being denied, like, things from a system versus mm-hmm. I done, you know, I should have, Fuck more. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of a toss up to me who, who, which, which one holds more weight, you yeah. know? You know, it's interesting. Like now that I'm, I'm getting, like I'm past my middle thirties, I'm getting closer to my forties. I, I find myself really thinking about that shit now. Like, cause I still feel very youthful. Like even though I know I'm 36 now, I still feel relatively young, even though I'll be having back and knee problems now. But it's just like sometimes like the way I dress or some things I say, I'm like, damn. Is that age appropriate? No. That's what I was about to ask. Like, how do you age as a young nigger? <laughs> if that makes any sense. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't. I definitely do not think I dress age appropriate. I could probably be more like Ken. Wait, <laughs> 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 I told you, bro. He be throwing, he be acting like he nice and shit. This nigga, bro, he don't mean us all. He don't mean us all, brother, bro. I told you, bro. Ken is born was just sitting here looking all. Oh, he was innocent, bro. I didn't on that. Nigga. That's on y'all. <laughs> y'all interpreted what I said is bad. You could have just said an old person. An older person. I'm not trying to call him an old person. I'm, just, I'm not saying We're basically close to sort of kind of the same age. You know what I'm saying? How you say he dressed How you say he dressed then? That's what I'm saying. He dresses yeah, yeah. age appropriate. He dresses comfortably. Y'all try to. Y'all try to. When you start using words like comfortably. He's comfortable. He looks comfortable to me though. Like what? He looks snuggy. Look. I think I dress more like a fucking child. Sensible shoe. Good art support. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I could probably dress more age appropriate, but I just, I just don't give a shit. And, you know, but you know, I think it, it honestly keeps you, but first and foremost, like black don't crack. And if somebody, I some, know, some black cracks. I see some black cracks. Most black don't crack. You can't get about that too fast. My black cracks like a motherfucker. Bro, I had my, <laughs> real quick, I was asleep this morning. I caught a cramp in my calf. <laughs> I hate right? those. God. Yeah. I thought I caught the shit in my dream. <laughs> I was trying to fix it in my dream. <laughs> It woke you up. <laughs> it, 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 took, it took a minute. I was like, "Why shit hasn't stopped hurting yet?" You like, "Oh, this shit and real. Oh, this shit is fucking real." Like, that, that's that's when it hit you. This nigga, this nigga in the black exception. Right. Yeah. I real the dream or not? This is insane. Like the top is still going. It's not supposed to be. What the fuck is happening? Right. So black cracks. Black cracks, bro. Black, black, black does, cr- but I'm just saying, like, if you look at Mike, I know Mike, so I know his age. Mm. I know, I've known him 15 years now. So I, like, I know him. 
But if I didn't know him and outside looking in, I wouldn't, I didn't, I would have never thought you were nearly the age that you are just because of how like your personality, but also how you dress. Like you dress younger. Which, which is not, it's not a bad thing because I think some people can pull it off. And then some people's like, nigga, you like, what the fuck is you doing? Mike, Mike has like still a young soul. Like you see, he's the, he's the biggest clown out of all of us. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> he, called, he called you a bozo, boy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you know, know how you got a red nose with that mask on. You got the whole like, show. <laughs> Mike not have I'm not going to have a The shit that killed me is he was like, you know, he's a fucking clown, and you're like, I was like, super sorry. I'm not calling you a clown. I'm just saying, you're the jokester out the group. You know what I'm saying? He's a jokester out the group. He keeps us lively. You know what I'm saying? So it fits. It fits. Ken is more laid back as there. Like, I don't give a fuck. Right. His style fits. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So like, hilarious. but as I'm getting older, I'm more consciously thinking like, well, damn, should I buy these other pair of days? Should I, should I start buying mm. more trousers? Should I, should I, should I, should I trousers? trousers. trousers. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what era are you trousers. buying clothes in, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to question everything. <laughs> what are trousers? Some dungarees? He's going to get them dungarees. See if they got them dungarees in the size 38. <laughs> trousers are old man pants. <laughs> This nigga shopping at the honest H&M. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got trousers. But I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, B, because cause me and you are closer in age. Like, do you think about that at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. He think about it. He's gone the next day. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I do. I, I think right. about that shit, too, because I be, I be t- asking my dad about that shit. I'm like, so do you feel like. How you drink? He like, no, I'm, shit, I'm good. I don't know about you. I'm good. I'm like, damn, all right. Yeah, I, I don't know about you. Right. <laughs> right. I do think about that shit too, though. Yeah. Like, when's like the age appropriate of me like dressing and shit yeah. like that? I think that there's a difference in like, you know, a guy who's dressed in, you know, Gucci, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Nothing but brands. And I got, you know, Ferragamo glasses and belts and whatnot versus a person who, Oh, where I went to, you know, Walmart, JCPenney's, mm-hmm. whatever, Macy's. I, I found these dope champion sweats and this T-shirt. I'm going to just rock right, this, right. and I'm 38 years old. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to look at you crazy. I'm not going to look at you weird. But if you coming in, oh, what's up, y'all? Like, if Ken come in here wearing some <laughs> Micah Mary jeans, <laughs> if Ken come in here wearing some Micah Mary jeans, like, it's a whole problem. Yeah, like, what is going yeah, on at home? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we got to ask. We're going to ask that, for real. I don't even know what those are. <laughs> no, I'm saying. <laughs> you shouldn't know what that is if you're under 40. Like, you shouldn't. Right. right. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, for me, it's just like, I don't know if I should start dressing more like Jen Denna or J. Cole. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm getting to that point where, like, I don't know what, there's two doors. Just wear what you want to wear, man. I know. Whatever makes you no, but, I'm, whatever but like, to people's point, like, you can't, you can't come up to any place like how you are all the time. But like where sometimes are you, you going where you to where you need to look yeah. nice. Maybe the, that's the reason why these niggas ain't letting me in. Hell no, bro. You got to. It's J. Cole's night. Yeah, this, yeah, this ain't J. Cole night, nigga. They said, hey, bro, Blue Lives Matter night is on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, all right. All right. You know, right. this ain't no cops. You're the fucking cops up in here tonight. You got to turn around and go. Yeah, come back on Tuesday, fam. Like, what? Who Who want to do the Jacob Blake thing? Well, it's a, it's a whole thing. Jacob Blake, Kenosha, Kyle Rittner. Go ahead, Ken. You got it, man. I don't got it, man. Cause I've been trying to just chill out and stay away from that shit. Yeah, it's, it's, been too, it's been too much. Yeah, I, 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 to Mike's point, like, I, I know of the situation, but when my friend told me about it, it was just like, 
I didn't even feel like wanting to deal with it and like diving into it because we just got done with, you know, with the we Wendy's. Ain't done. Yeah, we're not done. We ain't done. No, I mean, like, I'm just saying we just got, we just been hit with so much things back to back. It's like, damn, like, do I have another level of an, an emotional, you know, toll to and take? I don't, I don't think we should. I don't. I don't think that there's necessarily even a necessity for black folks at this time to express anything other than our just exhaustion. Yes. Emotional exhaustion. I think that that's what needs to be spoken on is the fact that we are exhausted. We are exhausted. There's a lot of grief. There's collective grief. There's interpersonal grief that we have. There is so much compartmentalizing that we have to do just to function at our jobs, just to function every day, Mm -hmm. like just to wake up and see this. Like, it's like a lottery. You wake up every day. Who's gone today? Mm -hmm. And it's like, we are just constantly being pushed trauma right to our phone as soon as we wake up. And And I just see this as like an extension of how at every turn there's been nothing but pain and trauma in our collective history here in this country. And it's like, what else is there to say besides motherfuckers is tired? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's nothing other than, I just got to say, just continue to read, continue to organize, bro. That's it. You know, I'm hearing repeated language. Like, <clears throat> I'm hearing that tired, exhausted, fed up. You know, these are the things that seems to be in, in you know, the everyday discourse about what we're going through, mm-hmm. you know, in America. What I thought was interesting, so for those, I mean, people should know, but... Jacob Blake was, uh, the story was he was trying to break up a fight. Uh, apparently he had an arrest warrant. That's what they're saying. Uh, he was leaving. They said he tased him. He was trying to leave, getting in this car. and shot him seven times in the, in, in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. The video was horrific. Um, and, you know, he's paralyzed. He's in the hospital. He was handcuffed. He's no longer handcuffed because they took the, because he paid bail. And that was that, right? Um, and but they then, weren't there for the warrant, though, right? No, they were there because of, I think of the fight. Of the fight. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people are confusing. Not you, of course, but I'm saying that's a lot, that's the narrative that has been spinning around mm-hmm. that the cops were there because the dude had a warrant. Which that's is what not uh, true. Brian Erlacher, the former linebacker from the Chicago Bears, like his dumbass came out and said, like, why are people, you know, trying to stand up for this guy? What's his name? Brian Erlacher. Is he white? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. But this one, in terms of, so obviously there were protests, naturally, uh, but there was an escalation this time, um, from the white side with the white militia going out and coming to protect businesses. This dude basically 17 year old crossing state lines from Illinois to protect businesses that were not even his. With an illegally obtained gun. Yes. Yep. And he just walking through the streets like it ain't not like it's a movie. Yes, yep. it was a movie to him. It was a video game. Yep. To him. It was a video game. Yeah. That's what it was to that kid because he came from Illinois, right? Didn't I? Yep. He came from Illinois to drive all the way up there. Aspiring cop. Yep, of course. We should. Yep. We should somebody, that too. this is unconfirmed, but somebody said that his mother drove him there. I was gonna say that too, but I wasn't able to find that detail either. I, I hadn't find any. I was about to say like seventeen. How's he driving? Yeah, but if he did, then you, that you is accessory to murder. No, so. I'm like what kind yeah. of seventeen year old? Well, oh, you, 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 yeah, because you know <laughs> if too. if you know if a parental guardian does drive somebody with an illegal firearm to and that happens, you are liable. You that you are an accessory to murder. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. see, that's only if he gets charged with murder, which he Never. probably will. Not. Even if he does get charged, he will not be convicted. He will get off because of self defense. We already know that. Yep. Sure. So yeah, they already like all of that's out there. Full throated support by conservatives, of course. You know. Uh, white people that don't believe this shit is real. Um, and uh, he killed two people. 
wounded another person's arm. I think his arm is is gone. I thought he killed three. Did he kill? He shot three, killed yeah. two. See, I thought he shot four, but killed three. But see, I guess that's how things get circulated. Mm-hmm. The telephone. Mm-hmm. There was there was more than one person killed by this man. Um, that's what we need to know. I'm pretty sure that it's at least two. two, at least two to three. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I just I just urge everybody um to be careful because now we're seeing um that it's not cops now is militia, so-called militia, going out uh, to counter-protest the protest, right? And that adds another wrinkle to our everyday threat of being black in America. And the other interesting thing that, that I noticed is that with the Jacob Blake killing is like, it was discussed, but not, it didn't feel as heavily discussed as it once did in the past. And I think I've seen people say because he didn't die, that is why it wasn't really, it was mentioned, but not like 24 hour coverage of what was going on. Um, also, we know what happened in Portland, and so they sent the federal troops in. So there's a couple of things that's starting to kind of, you know, build on top of each other that we're seeing. So you're protesting, and now you got the counter protesters, and now the federal government is coming in after, you know, Trump did what he did, you know, in, in Portland and elsewhere. So, mm-hmm. um, things are going to get extremely dangerous out here. And it doesn't help when the Republican National Convention took place that they were parading around those two lawyers that did the same exact thing when they were on their lawns with those guns and they were waving off the protesters with guns and shit. They were at the Republican National Convention. They were heralded as heroes. Is is not a coincidence that a couple of months later, people with similar ideas went to a city to do the same thing with different intentions and different tactics and killed people. So real quick, it was three. I just looked it up, but um, I checked three different sources, and they all say three. Um, to be honest, I kind of feel like Kyle would have done this regardless, even mm-hmm. if those – I forget those two people's names – but even if that hadn't happened, I think Kyle would have done this regardless. He was in this, he was aspiring to be a cop and he just wanted to show up and show like that he's built to be a part of that team. And you could just see the way he was walking around. Like, I don't know if y'all watched the little, the little short interview that they had with him. Like when people were, and he was just like, no, these are non-lethal. Like he knew, like he was ready to Set fuck up. people yep. up. Full on ready. Yep. And you know, and, and I know there's a lot of discussion and argument around the idea of was this self-defense or not. And the thing is, you can look at things morally and legally, and those things do not have to match up. And I think that's something that white people, unfortunately, have not been able to figure out. Mm-hmm. But we know that that's the way things work, mm-hmm. that the law does not always coincide with morals. Legally, was it self-defense? Sure. Morally, should he have even fucking been there? Should he have been provoking protesters? No. None of this shit had to happen. And it's just, it's a sad fucking situation any way you look at it, you know? My question is, and I'll give it to Henry if you go after this, even though it may be self-defense, if it was illegal for him to have that and cross state lines would make, mm-hmm. make it a federal crime, um, how is that going to hold up? Like, what is he just going to be charged with that and just get away with the killings? Odds are, and that's, that's, so when this, when this happened, the first day it happened, I didn't, 
I, I, I read a headline and I was done. I didn't mm-hmm. want to even look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at it till the following day. And then after that, unfortunately, I just got immersed and I was just like reading all this shit about it. And then, yes. So it sounds the way that I'm looking at it is he'll probably be charged for bringing an illegal weapon over state lines. But he will, I don't think he's going to be, be convicted of any kind of murder. Yeah. Because if you watch the video, the people were chasing him. Now, the whole thing is the video doesn't show what happened prior to that. Mm-hmm. And when you read some protesters' stories, they're saying he was provoking them. He's pointing the gun at people. Now, in my head, being a black man in America, a motherfucking white boy points a gun at me, I'm not running at you. But white people that grew up under a system that protects them... I don't think they have those same... Uh, they're not that fearful. They're mm-hmm. not that fearful, mm-hmm. especially for another white person with a gun. Mm-hmm. They're just like, fuck that. So they charge him. So what we're being told is they're charging this guy. The kid thinks he's being attacked. And mind you, there are also other people with guns in the area that are firing them. So he wasn't the only one with a gun. So there's a whole story around all of this shit. Odds are he will be let go. If he's charged with anything, it'll be bringing the gun over state lines. And yeah, that is a federal crime, but are they really going to throw him in jail for that? Probably not. But to me, that's, it's premeditated if he. It's not premeditated murder. No, no, no. I'm just saying the mindset shouldn't be like it was self defense. If he was going, like you, like y'all said, like he had a gun, he drove to that area. Like you said, he shouldn't even be there. Right. He wanted to cause you're, a you're, problem. You know, but see, you're he, thinking he, with logic. You got to think this. The law, the legal part. But if you if you lay out the case like that, like don't they go through that? Don't there's no story. Well, here's the thing: like part 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 of making a case against Kyle, and one of the things that I that I wanted to say is like it's it's two things that I'm taking away from this whole thing. And I saw you looking at the video, Mike. That like uh, was a couple months ago. Like he sucker punched a girl at school. Yeah. So like this dude, like you, he's from my he's outside looking in. I don't know him. Yeah. But it looks like he's just not all the way right or he's looking for these type of situations. And these are the type of people that are get into law cops. Exactly. Perfect that cops. Into, that get into law enforcement and then they perpetuate all of that type of shit and then they kill people. It was a study that said I think it was like one one third of police officers see themselves as the thin line between law and order. Of course, the thin line between chaos and like justice, mm-hmm. and that means is like in a context with race, gender, sexuality, and oppression on top of all that shit, you have to apply that shit accordingly. And it's like I think the biggest takeaway here, for me personally, and a lot of people might disagree, but when you look at the history of the country. You look at the history of black people with guns, white people with guns, white people and black people in our interaction. The institution of policing is not simply just about that badge. When you look at understand like the history of like paddle rollers, poor white people being paid by slave owners to go Mm -hmm. capture Africans. All white people have the potential to be police. Mm -hmm. Mm. They all have the potential to be police. And the system mandates that they can facilitate any type of death for us. Yes, uh, Mike is over here by the this bar, and um, he's acting weird. I don't know what mm-hmm. he's doing. FIFO's on the basketball court, and I think he has on stolen Jordans. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it could be your life. Yep. 12 seconds for a 12-year-old boy in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and no one does anything. So why are we acting like Kyle's going to go to jail? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is this is This is... I hate to sound like this, but it's true. This is basically what they're looking for. Yep. This kid just did the cop's job for them. 
After he killed them, he was walking away with his hands up. The cops are just driving by. And they're yelling, he just killed people. Mm-hmm. He just killed people. And even after the cops went over and were giving, quote-unquote, first aid, Kyle was allowed to leave, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He walked away? He wasn't handcuffed at all. or taken into custody. He was allowed to leave with his gun. So these are things that we have to just mm-hmm. understand, and especially if you're a protester. And I hate to put the fear into protesters, but you guys have to understand, like, your anger will not protect you from a bullet. Mm -hmm. So you see a white dude show up with a gun. Guys, I mean, I know you you were trying to save the day, and I still look at these guys and say, like, yo, you guys, some of, whatever, you guys died as heroes. You were trying to stop somebody that had shot somebody else, regardless of what had happened prior. Mm -hmm. But you guys have to understand, like, there's just certain battles you can't win. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I've Told y'all before, I've been to plenty of protests, and from what I can remember, I've never had anybody show up with a gun. We've been, we've had cars try to run us off the mm-hmm. sidewalk, yeah. but I've never had anybody show up with a gun before. And if that did happen, I'm out. I'm out. You can call it punk if you want to, but for anybody here that's never had a gun pointed at you, which I have, yeah, it's you don't know what you're going been. to do until you're in that situation. Yeah. And I know for a fact I'm not charging a white guy with a fucking automatic rifle. Right. No, I'm no. not blaming the people that did because I love y'all and I wish y'all were here. But you just gotta you gotta be a little more careful and yeah. and self conscious and understand what's happening. Yeah. Like, it speaks to the conditions on the ground and the fact that I don't think that people have caught up to what is happening for real. I don't think people are recognizing that there is a consolidation of power at the top of the country that is sending a very clear message to a constituency who is looking to get activated again Mm -hmm. because it's as november Mm -hmm. approaches those maga hats that are up in the closet are about to be dusted off because y'all think that those folks don't have jobs too they ain't got time to be on the internet and word this and maga this those are for the young you know i mean the youngins you know i mean Mm -hmm. the people on 4chan who have all that time what about the 40-year-olds, the 30-year-olds, the 50-year-olds who have time, who have yep. guns now when it's, when it's actual in, no, it's, no, it's voting season now? Who have had longer time to be angry. Longer time to be angry. <laughs> oh, shit. And the thing is, though, is that this is not going to stop a win or a loss because mm-hmm. a loss is just as angering as a win is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, what are we saying here, you know? Yeah, and to your point, I mean, I, I saw yesterday, I think it was yesterday, a video of, of MAGA uh, supporters beating up people. Like, it was like four or five of them beating up some dude that was out there. So, yeah, they out there just attacking folks, bro. Yeah, the last thing I'll add to this is that um, Kyle uh, was apparently part of the Facebook group, uh, that militia that he was a part of. um, And this is relevant because we talked about this last week and how Facebook was going around deactivating pages. and But they're also like, you know, a hub for this type of thought as well. Hmm. And um, and I can't recall if that page was reported, but nevertheless, it, of course, afterwards has been deactivated now, as they tend to usually do. But by now, the damage is done because I think it was on the Facebook group. They were saying, hey, we're going to the protest to protect those businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's where they kind of rallied around and made their plans. And I don't know if uh, y'all saw the Patty Duke situation. Um, when this happened, it was like, there's disappointment versus surprise. So for those of you that do not know, there was a, um, a documentary called Storm Over Brooklyn. Mm. Um, it's on HBO, I believe. Yeah. It's called what again? A Storm Over, I think that's what it's called. Storm Over Brooklyn? Let me check double check and make sure I'm not wrong real quick. Almost positive. Two seconds. Yes, Storm Over Brooklyn. 
it's about it's about a gentleman named Yusuf Hawkins who was was murdered. Him and a couple friends of his were going to look at a car in uh, I don't remember the name of the place, but it's like a suburb off of Brooklyn that is mostly white Jews and Italians. They go there pretty much right when they arrive. Before they could do anything, a gang of white people swarm. A gang of white people and one token black guy mm. who flat out said in the documentary that he wishes he was a white person living in this white neighborhood versus a black person living. Really? Mm. Wow. It's, but uh, there's a lot of nuance there that that can be a different discussion because there's be. something going on very mm-hmm. serious with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they show up with bats. And they're attacking these men because they think these are black men. Yeah, there's like three or four. I think it's three black men, and then there's like a gang of white men, mm-hmm. meaning, meaning like ten maybe white dudes. They think that this group of black men is a different group of black men that are coming because they're dating this white girl and blah 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 blah. blah. It's a fucking ridiculous story. Yusuf ends up getting shot and he dies. It turns out Patty Duke was part of that mob. That was attacking those black men. The thing is, he was going by his real name, which was like Pascal some shit. Mm-hmm. It's Pascal Fauci, I think. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, the fucked up thing is, this happened in like 89. Patty Duke was hired by Hot 97 in 95, I believe. 94, been, 95. He's been working there for like 20 years, right? Yes. Yep. Now, I'm not going to look at Ebro... And Rosenberg and uh, what's Laura, it, Styles. Laura Styles and be like, you guys knew. No, I mean, they probably yeah. didn't. Mm-hmm. Did the higher ups at Hot 97 know? Do you know? Absolutely. Fucking you know who, they had to. Yeah. The, I think the owners of Hot 97 mm-hmm. probably are. Aren't, aren't they? Um, no, I ain't going to say that. I ain't, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't, yeah well, no. But. The, the owners of Hot 97 are not black. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> Which I was surprised to find out they're a few years European ago. Descent, yes. Say again? Yes, they are of European descent. Okay. Um, but the thing is, though, is that they're uh, the defense of Hot 97. Everyone's saying this. It was before background checks. That means absolutely yeah, nothing. Because because they are going through flexes stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> every other year to make sure. All right, make sure that warrant isn't. All right, make sure that doesn't come up. Cool. Right. So every, even retroactively, they will go back into your background and say. You got arrested? Right. For what? So he was arrested? Exactly. So that group was, yeah, he arrested? was arrested? Yeah, he was arrested. He was cleared. He was given, like, probation. Under under his other name. Yes, yes. under Pascal. Pascal. And if you look at the picture, to be slightly fair, he doesn't look the way we know Patty Duke to look, but he still looks like Patty Duke. And then he changed his name later on, or he's he, still... He was hired... Okay, here's the thing. Is that his DJ name or that's something? His, that's, his, that's his stage name. Yeah. So even if this is before background checks which i don't really know what year background check started i know when i got a job in 95 they fucking ran a background said, check. That was, you said late 80s right was when this, this incident was, happened. no he was hired by hot 97 in 94 so what i'm saying when is, did the incident happen in 89 that's what i'm saying background checks was probably there too yeah but what, what i'm saying in 94 is when he was hired so i'm thinking they first of all they knew his they knew his real name yeah. they knew his goddamn name wasn't patty duke so, so he i applied. need to know your social if i'm gonna hire you Oh no! He, I need he, to know your social if I'm gonna hire you. That so, okay. so, that so he he applied for the job as Pascal. Mm-hmm. He would have to. Okay, yeah, you got okay. an address and all that. Yeah. Right. So it's all like all that shit is public record, bro. So you're, you're gonna get, tell you, me that they for and the other thing is even if they didn't run a background check, you're gonna tell me that as employers of this man, at no point during the past twenty something years did you look into his background. At no, no they point, wouldn't. they wouldn't. 
Why wouldn't they? Not after he's hired. Why would they? For they twenty something. Okay, so yeah, so, they have so any for twenty something years, none of their lawyers ever came and said, "Hey," because think about it. If you're, you know what, I'm not even gonna get on because I just don't believe it. I do not believe that no one at Hot ninety seven knew for twenty something years that this man's name was Pascal Fauci or whatever. And that he was involved in this crime. To your point, Mike. The documentary fucking people found it. To your point, it's in New York. That's the thing. A, like, this story, as far as oh, race, race in New York, is like, York. that should have been a story to like, hold on. How do you I fire, remember this nigga. He was there. How like, do you fire a gun in Brooklyn and it don't make the news? Like, Especially in a white mean, neighborhood. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you, like, around, like, you, you're talking about a Jewish, Italian neighborhood. Right. But it's, and a bunch, and two it's black. It's 89. It's 89. But in 94, no one remembered that story. What in, a hip hop, in a hip hop station. And no one, I don't buy that nobody has ever like slid in there and said, yo, you know Patty Duke is this dude. But isn't this the same Come year? On, man. It's the same year as Central Park Five. It sure was. So how it is, sure I mean, like, we're talking about white women. We're talking about said, white, saying, white, white men killing. Like, come on, like what, that, that racial that tension has to be in the news, right? So, the headline should could have been fighting against. Yeah, that. It, it could have been, but even then, even on, on like a local level, I would imagine that yo fuel to the fire. The way that we as you know, just talking about yo this Jacob stuff, and after just having George Floyd, there has to be that type of uh same uh thing happening in back in the eighties where it's like it's a yo we, stuff. we just had this yeah. and damn we just killed you so, damn and then this like right. there has to be some kind of energy there that I think is transferring you know what I mean to like different news out, out outlets it has to be and I'm looking at it like one of your friends or one of the people that knew who you were somebody would have said something at some point like as much as I trust y'all if I pulled off a crime and I got hella famous and y'all didn't I would expect one of y'all to dime me out for some money. And if y'all say you wouldn't, I feel like you're probably lying. I don't know. That's kind of. Fu- I, I don't. You, 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 you the first one. I'm not snitching on you. You the first one. No, no, it depends yeah, on how much money. Second. <laughs> it depends on how much Ken money. Ken third. No, no, no. no I take that back. You first. <laughs> Ken second. Because Ken won't get that money. Hey, if it's generational money, third, Mike, hey, you might have to go down. Right? I'm just saying. <laughs> I there's no way I look at this situation and say nobody in this dude's circle said a single word. Because why would it be beneficial for them not to? Because that's that's just how they move. Who's they? Italian? Whoever his, whoever his circle is. That's the, not street the, code. These are white people in fucking this a suburb of Brooklyn. They don't have street. But code. I always think that white people These naturally mobsters. White people not casino. They could take care of themselves yeah. though in a way. Yeah, yeah. bugging and you're 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 nah. I, I'm gonna watch this. I, 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 would, I wouldn't. Money's I involved somewhere. They exactly. Yeah. But I was. I, I wouldn't. I, what would be the benefit, I guess? For them telling? For them to tell. Why right. wouldn't they? Patty Duke was, was a popular person at this radio station. Why would nobody in his circle say a word? Well, let me ask you this. What were the, what were the charges? Were, were they felony charges? Murder! They were saying he was an assistant to murder. He got probation? Because he, they couldn't directly connect him to the murder He itself. was just part of the mob. He was part of the mob. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. But, but, uh, okay, so when they you- They don't do Rico out, cases on that? It was in well, New York, so but I don't he think still, it would be one. He still couldn't be charged technically because he didn't pull the trigger. Right. So if he got probation, um, I'm, I'm trying to think if, if when you do a background check, don't they ask, do you have any felony charges yeah. or anything? Is that a felony what he got charged I for? Was, if you get charged for murder, that's up. 
Usually they say any crime I thought you like, but they might have dropped it down or plead him out. Oh, of he, I don't if, know. He, if he took because a deal, if that's the case, if he got yeah. a deal, because if that's the case, then you you can technically not check that box. And niggas lie on their resume. And if all it's the time. and if it's not in the records, but, as a felony case, but then at the end of the day, when it wouldn't run, show up. But would when it? you run a His, social security number, yes, that it's going to come public up. Public record. It's going to so come it up. comes up regardless. It Whatever. depends on what they're searching for, though, right? Or Anything, they pull, if you just pull the up. number, it's going to come up. Hey, look, the only way I know that things like this go away is if somebody with a lot of money says, yes. hey, make this a uh, little charge that you put mm-hmm. in in your system mm-hmm. go away. That's yes. the only way. Or yep. obviously in the court, it was negotiated to the point where it's not, it's abolished from your record. And I'm, that's the only we got a, we, so we have a stoppage on the record being put out. We have a cease and desist. So you, you can buy that with certain capital. If you're right, a high right, 97, right. you are, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, so we have an asset in the building mm-hmm. who's making us mm-hmm. this much in retention, this, this mm-hmm. much in time spent listening then it's like you have an entire you're gonna invest in that and high, 90, in it. high 97 mm-hmm. to me and I'm, i may be ignorant to it but like at the time were they really that powerful enough to have that much influence on a case like this no i don't think they did that i don't think hot because patty duke was a nobody at the time yeah that's what i mean like i don't I, think that i don't think that hot 97 was the one that put that money up mm-hmm. but somebody with some money made something happen mm. But there's there's literally no way I believe that this dude went through 20-something years with zero people at that radio station knowing that he had a connection to that case. But that wasn't even... I forgot the whole reason I was even bringing that whole shit up. Mm-hmm. The whole reason I was bringing that shit up is how this person's whiteness is connected to like how he was able to... How he was able to be part of a racist mob attacking a group of black men, but then five years later join a radio station that focuses on yeah. rap and R&B. That's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. And if you want to talk about culture vulture, quote unquote, mm-hmm. this is a prime example. Mm-hmm. This man who was, from what I read, was brought to the game by your boy Jay-Z. This whole... Well, you screwed over. <laughs> Maybe Jay was the one that was throwing him down. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't y'all get... I'm joking. I'm no, joking. No, no, but no. he did introduce him. But anyways, this man was able to, <laughs> to hide the fact that he was anti-black for and he was anti-black. I don't go fuck with none of y'all say. For years, while simultaneously making a lot of money off of oh, our black art. Culture. Yep. That is nuts <laughs> to me. That is vulture. he was able That's to sneak in to the highest level of vulture. This is Mission Impossible style sneaking. <laughs> right. This dude snuck in and was able to immerse himself in black culture wow, after man. being partially responsible yeah. for the senseless murder of a black man. It's crazy. nuts to me. I don't see how that story does not get to Hot 97 within that 20 years. Because they're lying. Because they're it's fucking in Brooklyn. lying. Somebody I, spoke. Somebody had to have spoken had to. about it. Somebody had to. I don't people. know, man. Come on, Ken. All right, so let's look. <laughs> the conversations that you have. He's just a regular white guy. He ain't a regular white guy. He was at the time, though. That's what you did. said. This is Hot 97, right? But, but you said he was just a regular white guy at the time, and he became popular at Hot 97. When he got hired. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I don't. Okay, so. Like when he was, when he, he was part of the mob. Yeah. He was just some regular dude. That's what I understood. I don't know for a fact. He may have had connections somewhere. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, how did he... A regular-ass motherfucker don't just get a job at Hot 97 just walking in off the street. No. That doesn't happen. Even in 95 or 94. So he built his profile up in between 89 and 94, so five years. He built his profile up. Okay. So then he was no longer a regular person. So what I'm saying is, he shows up there. And by y'all's logic, you're saying for 20-something years... This is my logic. (laughs) Okay, well, your logic. For 20-something years, no one said a word. No one at this company 
heard that Anthony, not Anthony Fauci, Jesus. What was his name again? Pascal. Pascal yeah. was connected to this situation. Zero people. Well, here's what I was going to say, and I'm not trying to connect this because I don't want to sound bad, but like you said, the community was Jewish, right? Oh, Jesus. No, no, I'm just saying like the, the community is Jewish and the people who are on Hot 97, I think they do. I'm talking about the Share connect- the name Nick for a reason, huh? We about no, to go there? No, no, no I'm talking about, <laughs> let it out. I'm Nick. talking about the, I'm talking about the, you said the connections in the community as far as like how could this regular white dude get into Hot 97? Maybe someone in Hot 97 was living and like he may have met someone in that, uh, to get the job as far as like, cause, it, cause you're right. Like no one just goes up to Hot 97 right. and get a job. Like, the way if that those things go in the 90s and late 80s, from what I understand, is like, you, if you white dude in that, there's three types of white dudes in hip hop. You either mm-hmm. got the dudes who was in the neighborhoods, grew up in, in, grew up in the neighborhood with the people who were rapping. Mm-hmm. You either got the guy who was around from around the way and went to the neighborhood with the guys who were rapping mm-hmm. and got his way in hip hop like that. Mm-hmm. Or you have a complete outsider. And the thing is, though, is that I'm going to bet my number two on that. It's where sure. it's like, Mm-hmm. I think that Nick, I, not, um, I think that Patty Duke, his situation is more so like getting in the, into the building with talent already yes. there. So yeah. that means that you cannot tell me that there's not one assistant, one intern, one person up in the office doing some records or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, back in 89, what's up with this arrest from Patty? Right. We don't talk about that. Right. Ignore that. Let that go. There has to be. There's right. no way in hell that over 20 years, one person would then say, yo, this file. Right. Especially with Got all a the- call the other day. Like, you know what but I mean? Why, right. I just, I just don't see why, why would that come up? Because then you're liable. Exactly. Liable it's, for what? An they, entire scandal. For- like, it's an entire scandal yeah. for your, uh, for your, uh, your company. For your company. You knew about this. A company that represents black people, quote black unquote, people. represents black That's you know? the same reason they fired fucking Nick Cannon. We just talking about him. They're, the company looks bad. This looks fucking terrible for Hot 97. That's why. And again, I'm not blaming Ebro and Laura and them. I do believe that they probably didn't know. They came, I mean, they came in like recently, yeah, right? In, yeah. Not, yeah. Not like later. But yeah, not, yeah. yeah, but like not later. during that time. Yeah. Even Ed Lover said he didn't know. And I believe him. Ed Lover wouldn't have a reason to know. But the higher ups. But there had, are people yeah. above them who've been that there for fucking knew since day one. And didn't say anything. Yeah. They had to have. Because you keep saying, well, why would that come up? The, the stupidest part about all this, I didn't even think about Nick's point. It's all in New York. How many Pascal Fauci's are running around in New York? So, okay, let me ask you. Do you think it's over under two people that would have known over time? I think it's zero. That's crazy. Uh, you, you, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's asinine. Black people protested over this, though, in, in New yes. York City. So it's like anything that draws a protest is going to get local media attention. Al Sharpton got stabbed over this. Like, this was a huge situation. Mm-hmm. And zero people knew any oh, of the okay. next. Come on, bro. At least one or two people. Hot ninety seven. Tied like tapped into the entire city. All right. the news today on Third Avenue. We had a. We like, talking about Spike everything. Lee's down there, bro. Spike Lee's down there protesting it on the news. But talking he got. About this. It's not Nothing like he. Got, it's not like he got hired in in eighty nine or ninety. We're talking about he got hired five years later. You think five years later is enough for a record to go? How do you get hired? I do. Okay, Ken, explain me this logic though. Right, the situation happened in eighty nine. Right. Patty Duke goes to apply or gets an intern or whatever the fuck at Hot 97. The higher ups, management. You, the hiring, when you, the when hiring you hire somebody, hire, yes. I need your government name mm-hmm. and I need your social security. Yeah, we number. already established he, he applied as Pascal Socials, right? That is public record. 
one or two people in management knew of his record. Right. And swept that shit up under but the But that's why I'm asking what were the charges, because I think with certain charges, they won't. If he they, took a deal, though, then. But even when you take it. And I know this because I, I know somebody that has stuff and then it was supposed to be taken off and it wasn't. But then he had to go fight and he got it finally taken off. However, for a certain amount of time, five years from the date of that incident, more than likely. And I'm not speaking in fact, obviously, but more than likely that information was still on his public record, bro. Five years is, is enough time to get it expunged for you. No, record. it's not. I, I wouldn't think not, it would not, be. Not, not in the 80s and 90s. Not when you're talking murder. Because the situation that I know of personally, it was it was a drug-related incident. Right. And drugs and murder are the two top things that are the hardest things to get off of your record. And it doesn't sound like... Based on that, your color. Huh? Based on your color. No. Like, bro. Okay. So here's 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 the other thing. Cause I, this, is, this is a really weird conversation. <laughs> so... You got to think about this. In order for him to hire, to, to get hired at Hot 97, like Q said, if he was moving in with talent, that means he was already moving before 94, 95. Mm-hmm. He had right? connections before. So yeah. we have to give him at least a good year or two grace period. So let's say he started doing this in 92, right? Which is only three years ahead of it happening. So you're telling me even in 92, no one in that circle knew Oh yeah, that's Pascal. He was part of that mob that 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 murdered Yusef. Nobody in that circle knew. Therefore, no one from that circle shared that with anybody else in this circle. And then that information just got vanished. When we say moving with talent, you're talking about like talented like rappers and shit. He, Is he probably managing so. the artists and stuff like and that. And I'm not saying I made a joke, but I'm not saying that Jay Z knew because Jay Z maybe he didn't. He all he might have heard is, "Yo, there's this hot." DJ out here, you should talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he might just went, okay, yeah, uh-uh, bring him over. <laughs> and he, he brought him over. He's like, yeah, you seem cool. Yeah, this is my man, Patty Duke. And that might have been the end of it for Jay-Z. I don't know how deep he his story mm-hmm. goes. So I want Jay-Z fans bugging out. But after that, if you really think that they took his social and his government name and they didn't run it, or they, I mean, how can you say that they ran it and they, they, they didn't see any of this shit? It's there. But either way, the whole, really the, the deeper point is that this man who was part of a racist mob, who is 90% racist to me, mm-hmm. at least, was able to hide this and immerse himself in black culture and make money off black culture. And I think that that is insane. Decades. And he's not the only one. Money. Oh, I'm sure and he just got, got he, the only he one. just got fired. He got fired, like, was it? Like, right when the documentary came out. Yeah. They were like, so, uh, we saw the documentary, and we didn't know, and because we saw this, we had to fire him. Or he, like, they probably came to him like, look, bro, we told you, if it come out, we got to let you go. Right. <laughs> and, That's crazy. And it the took thing a documentary, is, bro. He knew. Right. He had to know the documentary was coming out. Yeah, yeah, they probably was trying to ask him for questions and all that. The only thing that I thought was weird was the documentary didn't highlight that he was Patty Duke. Because I feel like that would have kind of been, like, on the nose, oh, yeah, like no, I don't know, not on the nose, but that'd have been like an extra jab. Like, nah, you think you got away? I with wonder this why shit, they didn't do that. I don't know, I don't know, because when you watch the documentary, when it ended, I didn't know it was Patty Duke, but it says Pascal, whatever. They didn't say anything about Pascal, blah blah blah, aka Patty Duke. My petty ass, I'd have put that shit in there in a heartbeat. Is it possible they didn't know? Um, damn, 
For 20 years, if you work nah, somewhere for 20 years, the documentary, you got, not, the documentary not the documentary That's what I'm people. saying. Like, you would know about this guy. If you're doing a documentary, they, you do your research. Yeah, because right, I, I, I would think if you throw up his name, at some point, the name Patty Duke is going to show up. It could up. be a libel thing where it's like, you can't place me in the image of this, but like, you can talk about the case and talk about it from a factual standpoint, but I can't but be Patty, like... But does Patty Duke directly connect Hot 97? I think that... In terms like that, yeah, you can actually get sued if you say this is the Patty Duke documentary. I think that you can say, like, you know, the reason why they call it the Tiger King instead of it being, like, his full name, the mm-hmm. story of blah, blah, blah. They have to put it in, like, some – it's it's a whole entertainment lawyer thing where mm-hmm. you got to put it in the, in the correct terms to and actually run it, you know? Factual yeah. terms. Maybe they just didn't want to deal with it, so they just left that part out. That's what most also that. Yeah. also that, too. Yeah. Let's avoid a lawsuit before it even comes up. So somebody that worked there watched the documentary and recognized them? And That's then the thing that kills me, is they're really trying to pretend... <laughs> That somebody just happened to hit click play on Netflix and was like, hmm. Like Ebro's up at three in the morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you know what's fucked up though? This 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 kind of fucks up your point. If you didn't know, then why would the name Pascal Fauci like that jump out at you like that anyway if you've known this guy as Patty Duke for so many years? Mm. Well, I thought they recognized his face. I just told you it doesn't really look like him like that. Like if if you showed me this dude and then Patty Duke right now, mm. I wouldn't say, oh, that's Patty Duke. I'd be like, oh, look at this guy, this goofy looking Pascal guy. Whose name is Pascal? Ha ha ha. And that would really be the end of it. Mm. Or but, maybe, maybe they get, did get tipped off. Whoever said that, they probably got tipped off that the shit was coming. Do you, anytime a documentary comes out and everybody who's involved with it knows about it. Yeah. Cause they, cause yeah. they usually go to those people. They want to get as many interviews, perspectives as possible, even yeah. from the person they're accusing. Mm, sure. That's true too. That, come on, man. man talk about you it. better than this, Ken. Yeah, man. You better than this. You can, you do not believe what you're saying right now. He you, just, you, you, he, you, 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 you here. He's playing right Jason right I'm now. Not this is worse than Jason. <laughs> this is like Freddy Jason X. <laughs> yeah, this is like Jason X, bro. With the, with the mechanical arm and everything. With the Jackson Mortal Kombat arm. Bro, all of that. Oh, man. That's crazy. There's no way you believe this. <laughs> I'm just asking. We'll be back after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. All right, T'Challa, the board is yours. I'm ready. Let's go to white people for 400. (laughs) Okay, let's try it. Your friend Karen brings her potato salad to your cookout. Uh-oh, T'Challa. I think I'm getting the hang of this. Before I answer, a few questions. This woman, Karen, she is Caucasian, eh? Yes. And she has her own recipe for potato salad, eh? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I understand. It is noble that she would volunteer to cook for everyone. And although I have never had potato salad... Of course. I sense that this white woman does not season her food. That's right. 
and, and if she does, it is only with a tiny bit of salt. That's exactly right. Yeah. And no paprika. No paprika, no. And she will probably add something unnecessary like raisins. I know, right? So, something tells me that I should say. Say it! Oh, hell no, nah, Karen. <laughs> Keep your brand ass potato salad to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing, uh, I don't, to switch topics a little bit, but it's, uh, still doing, dealing with something tragic. I feel like we should have talked about Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. passing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, mm. I mean, in a, in a, in a year where every, my mind is blown like every month, this was just only because like he, I didn't know he had colon cancer for four years. So like, I think I diagnosed in what, 2016? Mm-hmm. The film, the film run he did as far as like physical, like when you do Marvel movies, yeah. especially multiple, you gotta be in shape and to go through treatment with that. Yeah, man. I just want to say salute to his team for mm-hmm. keeping that yeah. information private. Yeah. And the castmates or whatever. Well, they didn't even know because oh, I, I, like Spike Lee, Posted a picture of him on the fight, like oh, with them yeah. together, and, yeah. he, and someone asked him, like, "Did you wow. know?" And he yeah. was like, "I didn't know." Well, no one. He said nobody knew. Yeah, well, shout out to his team, man. Because yeah. even when that picture leaked, where he like he was looking really skinny, I think someone said, "Like, oh, it's for a role." Mm-hmm. I think one of his teammates. That's said. what I was thinking for. You know, like when I when I seen him doing interviews, and I was like, Man, "He looks really." You know, I noticed yeah. that he looked very skinny. It, it was kind of a similar situation with Charlie Murphy. Yeah, I remember when I was when I saw Charlie Murphy doing interviews. I'm like, "Damn, he looked." Very skinny, mm. but I didn't. I didn't even, you know. I'm thinking full role, movie role, whatever. But yeah, like see, once once the chat chat with Bozeman thing happened, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's why I was questioning Charlie Murphy because I think they both died from colon. I think they both had colon cancer. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's just like seeing that. I'm like, damn, that's. And, we and then he had days. in that picture, he had a 42 hat yeah, with Jackie yeah. Robinson, and the yep. day he died is the the the. They that they yep. celebrated Jackie man, Robinson. Man. Like, he played Jackie Robinson. Yeah. You know, yeah. Don't even get me started on that, man. It's just it's just incredibly um incredibly tragic, but also it was a it was a gift to witness um black genius on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that we should give re- reverence and definitely give appreciation to that that in a time in which somebody is contemplating their their final decisions, final things, final acts, Mm -hmm. giving to the youth and giving to the children of like figures, regardless of whatever we think about, whatever, Mm -hmm. portraying positive and powerful black figures and what that does to the psychology of developing black minds mm-hmm. is gonna that that's something that he's going to live through forever. And he kind of got criticized for it too because yeah. they were just calling him like, "Oh, you just the the black guy that plays all the you know black people." Like, Who was saying this though? It, it was like criticism as far as like the fans. Like, why is this? He played everybody. He was playing Thurgood, Jackie, then uh, uh, James Brown. James Brown. And like, well, he can't control what Hollywood gives him for roles. Like, you know. Well, I'm confused. What was he, what was he supposed to play? Well, they were just like, be you got you should do other things. Like, don't play just uh, don't play bio- black people. Bio- who are, yeah, who bio- are these pick. people that y'all are following? Yeah. I'm curious. Just, yeah. I, I didn't hear a single bit of this. Me neither. Well, I just be on Twitter and then I'll see on. I read the comments a lot just to get like a perspective like what do people think about this person or just like uh, this film and people are just like well i'm getting tired of him playing these roles and stuff like that again and i i know look white white, white people i love you i know y'all gonna get mad but again are these white people it's a mix no it's white people because i can't see why would a black person say man i'm tired of you playing powerful black characters 
these are white people on they, Twitter. They don't say it like that. They just well, say like they, they just want to see expand this uh, movie role. Yeah. What black person would say that? Expand your movie role outside of playing famous black what people. Play Abraham Lincoln. That's what I'm saying. Like, what did they want him to do? Pull a yeah. fucking Lin Manuel? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Damn, go do some of that bullshit? What do they want? Play Soul Man and shit. He turned white. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. What the fuck? These are these are these are either these are either very confused white liberals that are trying to paint a box of oh you guys are only casting him this way because he's whatever, or these are like racist white trolls that are mad about their comic books. Mm-hmm. Like I can't understand. An average black person being like, you played James Brown and Jackie Robinson, man. I'm tired. You need to play a normal black person. Who would say that? I think probably the only distinction would be like there was like there's always a pocket of black folks that's always just going joke in passing like, oh, well, you know, who's who should play uh, James Baldwin? Well, let's just get Chadwick to do it. He do everything else. You know, it's yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. But in terms of people like. Yo, this is an issue, and he got to be stopped. Like right. no one, like you know what I mean, like yo, this isn't. It's not. It's not that deep. Yeah. But you know, just going back to it, it's just like it's incredibly just tragic that we are seeing every other month, man. Just the falling of these representative yeah. figures, mm-hmm. and just not just for the not just for the purpose of entertaining us, but mm-hmm. it's so much that we get. Not just inspiration, but it's a staple in our lives mm-hmm. often that these people that we call celebrities or people that are just fixtures to our lives. When they when they pass and when they go like this, it just makes me think about what am I one to live for? Right. What am I willing to live and die for? Goes back to the regrets conversation mm-hmm. somewhat. You know? But that's and that's why I like I love the celebration that he's been getting lately on social media as far as like you see the clips of his interviews or like his speeches that he gave. Like if you didn't pay attention to him until just now, like you would, you would have like just looking at that, you would be like, damn, this dude was about something the whole time. And I think people overlooked it because of some of the roles he may have played. Like people probably didn't realize who he was until the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I like how they're going back in his filmography or like looking back at his, his, his speeches and, and his mindset to get an understanding of who he was as a person. Because everybody's integrity. Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. says like, bro, this mm-hmm. was a stand up dude, mm-hmm. like point blank period. Regardless, mm-hmm. fuck all the acting shit. Like he, the way he went to go visit people, uh, kids who were dealing with cancer when he was dealing with it, like. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's the, like you said, the fact that they kept this super low key, yeah. it's an, uh, especially this day and age, that's It's kind of interesting. I just reflect back on like some of the videos I saw. And I remember one time, you know, because once he did Black Panther, he was Black Panther forever, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he got tired of it too, right? But, and that's what I was talking about. Like people were saying that, oh man, he's tired of this, uh, Black Panther shit. And then now that I'm thinking, knowing what I know now, I'm like, was tired. he or yeah. was he just t- Maybe he just came from. Did he ever say that? He never said that, but what people were inferring that based on like Picture. certain mannerisms and stuff that he, that he had or maybe his face. But mm. now that we know, like, we right. don't know what his day was like right. that right. particular day. Right. Or he, he could have been having a bad day. And that's why. But he still took the time out to try to at least give that back. The the fact that he did the fight scene with Michael B. Jordan on that waterfall, like how do you do that it, with stage? Because I think he got diagnosed with stage three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was stage how three, do you do bro. that with stage three? Because he's a bad motherfucker, and that's why I don't know how much I believe these people that were like, "Oh, I'm inferring that he was tired of playing black." I think he loved playing black Panther, bro. Yeah, I think, I think that he dude, did mention that. And then he's like, "Bro, the roles I pick, like, I've always wanted to do roles where 
when I was younger to see people like me. Like the fact that I could do these roles, that means something to me. You know, we, when we, I can't remember if you were there or not, but I remember me and, and um, some other folks at lunch, we were talking about black roles within like comic book movies. And I was saying how I'm, I don't want, I don't need a black Superman. You know, I don't need a black Captain America. Mm-hmm. I would rather them put money into black characters that were already there or create black characters. I don't want to ride off the fucking backpack of a white character. I'd rather have a real black character. Mm -hmm. And this dude showed up and became one of the most popular Marvel figures when it comes to the movies. In one movie. Like, yeah, just off of, just off of. Half one a, yeah. part he was in like, one movie. He was he 30 minutes. The thing. Yeah. Yep. When they were showing the trailer for that movie, yep. like the main that. thing that you yep. took back was him pulling, tucking Captain yep. America's shield down. Yeah. You're like, yeah. wait, oh, oh yeah. shit. who is the Negro <laughs> that is about to fuck up yeah, Captain America? America? It's like, fuck America. This was symbolic. pulling that fucking American shield down. He's like, no, we this Africa. We don't do that shit. like, I ain't number one. We is. Right. All this shit up. The, the, the baddest motherfucker. And then when when I go back, because after that I went back, because my favorite scene of all of the Marvel films is when Captain America's standing there and you hear Falcon. He says, "On your left," mm-hmm. and he turns around. And, and I'm not gonna fucking lie. I cried like a fucking newborn when that shit happened in the theater. I was like, "Oh shit!" Y'all can lie if you want to. Yeah, that COVID. T- oh yeah. Everybody in my theater was like, Cheering. "Yo." Because we was waiting on him the whole movie. I wasn't. You I just I didn't know anymore. I was just like, I don't know where this movie's going. I don't know what's happening. Wow. I knew they were going to come back. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't know they were going to do it like that. But when you yeah. saw him come out, like when you saw the first, first one. It's one. the gravity of like yep. just him. Like to me, like oh my he played God. like, you know, he played a king, but it's like to me, Chadwick, he carried himself so regal. You know, yes. he carried himself with such an integrity. And I think that that's the number one thing that stands out about every like testimony about. I had time to sit with Chadwick. I had time to act with him, mm-hmm. and I, just the integrity and like the care to put into your craft every single day, and just seeing how people would look at this and be like, "Man, why did he do all this? Spend his last month? because ain't nothing else to live for." Because right. that's how I'm gonna stay alive here with y'all. Mm-hmm. When you see what Black Panther, it's regardless of whatever you think about the movie from whatever right. standpoint. If you are black and you can watch that movie and what it does to young black children mm-hmm. to see themselves <clears throat> empowered mm-hmm. and you don't feel any type of joy from that, Something I don't wrong. think that we want the same things. Yeah, bro. You know, and, and I, I saw a lot of people tweet about this. I wasn't at the house. Um, I was here last night when the news broke and I wasn't there when my mom, I mean, not my mom. I wasn't there when my wife told my sons that, oh. yo, like, Bland Panther's dead and you know, it was just, I, I can only imagine what that's like because obviously they, you know, love him as well. Sure. And um, now, you know, it's like you're not going to see that anymore. And, you know, not, at least him. Right. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with the character. I don't know if there's any discussions about that. But I think there were kind of discussions, Shuri. Because, yeah, because that's, that name came out a lot as far as her taking over Black Panther. I was when I was like, he ain't even get a sequel yet. Usually they do like a whole trilogy before you get passed on yeah. and and also for me it's like because i think marvel uh abc disney mm-hmm. they're doing like a black panther showing on abc and they're gonna do like a chris a chadwick boseman special right after that or before a black panther show it's called world of wakanda i think they're, they're showing the movie they're showing the movie on abc 
of Black Panther, and then they're doing a special. Oh, Black, Black Panther showing. Yeah, they're showing. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. um, and to me, it was just like that's kind of that's a quick turnaround for someone who just passed. And maybe Marvel knew about it before because you know Marvel. I mean, even if they didn't, Marvel knows how important this is. Yeah. This was this was the, this was for Black people at least. And this is how I feel. This was the most important thing for black comic book nerds ever. Mm-hmm. But that period. Movie, black Panther just showing up. Mm. And mm-hmm. what they did with him and making him so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, another favorite part, like, give me the glove. Because they knew. They knew. They couldn't get the glove to the other side. Mm-hmm. Who can get the glove? Yep. Black motherfucking Panther. Mm-hmm. Give me the glove. He, and he knew it, too. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't even like, quality question. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? Like, 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 all right, bet. Give me the glove. I got, I got, you got it. It's like, it's like in Infinity War. And it's like Coogler and just the way that the writing for certain of the, from Civil War probably into, I'd say, the second part of the Avengers. Just that scene where they're talking like, who do we know that's that smart? Mm-hmm. And all we get is dun, 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 mm-hmm. get the drum. You like you better talk about Africa in Thank this you. fucking sense, nigga. You better mm-hmm. talk about the intelligence that we got. And, how, and, and how just she, like she cut him up. She was like, "Why didn't y'all just do this in the beginning?" Mm-hmm. And like, we could have been took this shit. Sherry out. makes Stark look like a little kid in exactly. terms of intellect, and I love that. And he and took her tech you know? too because he because that nanotech that he used in, in mm-hmm. Infinity War that's from mm-hmm. there. That's why we kind of talk about scenes. How about I think like. Was this the first appearance of Black Panther when he came on the scene and whooped Bucky's ass? Man. <laughs> man. Man. He was chasing down a car? Yeah, like, man. Nigga. They thought they Whoa. were getting the win. They looked yep. in the river. <laughs> <laughs> like, he like, he wasn't even And then he jumped on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they Come made on, him man. powerful yeah. and impactful. Yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't play him at all. No. You they know? didn't walk no. at him. Like, they knew that this yep. was a strong black character and Chadwick Boseman knew that shit. Mm-hmm. And he played the Fuck out of that and I room. love how they really put in today's culture. Like when he had the sandals and his sister clowned him. What are those? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they, they did an amazing job mm-hmm. with Black Panther all the way around. Mm-hmm. Like they like they really tied in the comic book world of Wakanda to real life today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, that's not an easy feat. Did anybody I think they see? Really, I did themselves. Am, did anybody else watch Get On Up? I did. Yeah, with James, with James Brown. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Oh, you went to the theaters to see mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. You played in yeah. theaters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, it was, it was, supposed, it was like a movie that wasn't really supposed to get made. Like, I think John Bon Jovi helped it. It was some, really? some white dude helped it. That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm surprised it was in theaters. I didn't, I didn't think, think it was in yeah. Denzel too. Yeah, like, it was, it was like very, like, crowd supported. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of wanted to see. Plus, I didn't, I wanted to see the James Brown story. Was told. it good? Okay. I like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I, mean, I like it. We can talk about it. No, I get it. Yeah, but, I liked it, but I, I mean, I'm a music guy, so it's, it's James Brown. I was, I was more impressed by his performance as far as him actually doing the move. Like he actually right. had to do those moves. Does it sound good? <laughs> does it but, feel uh, good? Yeah, does it feel good? Then yeah. it is good. It is, yeah, but okay. I love. What about Forty Two? I saw. That I did too. see Forty Two. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think it's. I think it's wild how we lost Twenty Four and Forty Two. Damn. Wait, who was Twenty Four? Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Oh, I, I think it's, I Jordan. think it's, I think it's wild. Numerology is crazy in that way. I, I, I kind of get into that stuff, but it's like, um, just thinking about sports figures and like thinking about the weight of just these people that we never think have this impact on us or not even yeah, this impact, that's the thing. but it's just a, it, mm-hmm. it, it's like a passive presence mm-hmm. that people have in like just our peripheral lives of, mm-hmm. you know, Snoop Dogg is just always going to be here, right? Morgan Freeman is just always going to be here, right? Until he's not. And then it's like, 
wait, Michael Jackson's gone? You know, and you wake up one day, and you're like, well, this world is different now. Wait, mm-hmm. Kobe's gone? Mm-hmm. It's like The first time I felt that was with Bernie Mac. Like, mm-hmm. when he passed, especially because he was dealing with some illness, too, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I always thought he was... But it's like celebrating the greatness while they're here. They're giving the flowers and shit like that, Mm -hmm. right? And that was what I liked about um, Chadwick Boseman Mm -hmm. is that it felt like like on any given day you're going to see something positive posted about him, Black Panther or something. He was appreciated. Yes, very much so. And he felt that. I think he felt Mm -hmm. that he was loved by by especially his community. And just seeing the reaction, real quick, FIFO, from people just on Twitter, this one hurt. Yeah. People a lot, yeah. I've like, yeah. seen random people who didn't even meet him, know him. They were like, "Bro, this, this was a loss." Yeah. This is going back to the Kobe shit. Like that hurt too. Like this is up there. This is up there because Black Panther is so wide ranging as well. I think one of those moments, man, like when uh, Oladipo during the dunk contest put on the Black Panther mask. Mm-hmm. Like going back and seeing that now, like at the time, I was like, "All right, that's cool." You know what I'm saying? The NBA is into props and shit now. During the but just. It feels more significant now looking mm-hmm. at it. And it was just like, damn, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, th- th- this one, this one does feel different. Uh, for me, one of the, one of the first ones that hit, hit the one that hit me the hardest by far for me personally was Nipsey. But, th- but, th- but this, this one is up there. Kobe and Chadwick and Nipsey are all kind of like in the same boat for me, man. Like, it's just, it's not, it, it's just hard to understand, really. It's Why? The cultural, man. Yeah. I love the fact that we, the last role that he did, like I saw somebody talking about this, the last role that he did was of a black man that died influencing future <laughs> actions of black men. That's why I, I want to mention his, like, the run he went on, but it's, it's I, like, I, I get that, but, but focus on the last film. No, no, so I mean, like, to end on that one. Yeah. yeah like, that one is, like, well, let, that's what I mean. It leads up to that. No, let me hear his point. My bad. My, no, I just wanted to just acknowledge that. <laughs> he does it all time. My bad. I'm just saying. I, I just got to. Oh, I, I was trying to bring it back. No, like, you no, no. I'm going <laughs> to. The movie run. The movies, Mike. Look at the movies. I get your nigga. I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook. My bad. Go ahead, Q. No, but that the Defy Bloods. No, speak on that because that's like such. I, I was thinking that exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just like seeing. I'm, I'm not gonna step on the point, but just seeing that scene. It lets me think about just the urgency that I think he was working with. Yes, the word I always think about is just he was urgently working for us. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that type of shit is just you can't put a price on that. It's rare. Mm-hmm. You can't put a price, and you can't put any. And that's, Nipsey, he's working for us. Whether you mm-hmm. see it in the community, he's touching that community, touching those children, yep. t- touching those uh, people coming out of the system. And we're talking about Chadwick because for him to be able to deliver these performances, it speaks to an intention mm-hmm. in every bit of work that he was doing. There has to be intention here. There has to be some message here. There has to be mm-hmm. something here. So in that Five Bloods, Spike Lee, that scene, yeah, yeah. incredible. I mean, and the Five Bloods definitely hit different now. Mm-hmm. Now that Chadwick passed away than it did before, man. Yeah. Real, I mean, I think that is is something to really be said about the fact that this man left this earth with this with this role and this character that really mirrored what he did in real life for being so young. Again, that character, he died in that film, and his legacy lived on through was it four or five? It was four four, four others, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Through these other four men. 
And for the rest of their lives, till they died, till some of them died, some of them lived, but you know, to the ones that died, mm-hmm. their entire lives were impacted by this one man's legacy. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at what he did in real life, mm-hmm. one man, his legacy is impacting millions of people. Mm-hmm. All of these young black kids are now able to look up and say, well, I don't have to be the black version of anything. Mm-hmm. I can be Black Panther. The baddest Avenger there ever was. Could nobody whoop Black Panther's ass? Nobody. And even when you look at, at the whole idea of him absorbing all of the, 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 the fires the, and stuff, yeah. You know, like anybody that hit him, him. he mm-hmm. absorbs it. it anybody that shot at him, he absorbs it. Then what does he do? He shoots it right back, back at them and fucks everybody up. Yep. And when you look at how black people, we do that. We mm-hmm. take all of the trauma that we're given. All the pain. We turn it into art. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's so crazy. I know this is nerdy as fuck, but no, it's just like, not. when you really look at what this dude did with his one role, mm-hmm. he didn't write the fucking movie, he didn't write the role, but he brought that shit to life. Mm-hmm. I don't think other black men may have not have pulled it off the way That's how I was going to get to that point, so maybe... I know I, you wanted to get to a different point, I know. <laughs> you always get to a different point. No, I'm just saying, like, maybe, like, because I was, when he got casted for that role, I was like... Chadwick, I never thought of him as a, a superhero kind of actor. And then when you see it, it's like, oh, this makes the most sense in the world. And mm-hmm. even to your point, as far as at the end, when he gives his sister that building that um, Killmonger was uh, was in when he saw his dad die, and then how that's supposed to be a community thing. You see the little black kid like looking up, to, like it, like it just like you I'm said, it's you, all man. intention. It's crazy. It lets me. It, it just takes me to a mindset of thinking about the little acting things that we don't see and we maybe will never see that may perhaps you know pass with Chadwick and transition with him in terms of like those little impromptu um things that he changed in 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 the middle of of like a scene to get Mm -hmm. a message across yes that's like hey I'm always gonna be here with y'all maybe that's not in the script maybe he just said it maybe the director's like hey Cut. That was great. Mm-hmm. But that's his <clears throat> little gem. Find those Easter eggs. They're, they're, yeah, bro. That, like, literally, that Black Panther script, there's no way him and Ryan Coogler did not have conversations about life and death when they're talking about the ancestral plane. Mm-hmm. So that means, like, and he has that news in his mind. Well, you know. Oh, shit. Well, yes. you, well, well you know. That's to me, death oh, is shit. like this. Death is this way. That's and I think crazy. about death like this, and life is like this. I so didn't maybe, think of that. That's crazy. He's leaving these Easter eggs. Watch the movies from 2016 all the way through. I promise you, not, you will not. There's no actor that does every single uh, uh, script 100% as it said. <sighs> they have to have impromptu. Yeah. M- M- improv is always a part of acting. Yeah. So I, the um, things that he's saying, the things that are just naturally coming out of him. Wow. Just lasting impact. And I saw this video and I've been seeing this meme for years now. And I never knew, and I don't know if you saw the kids dancing on the table, little black kid dancing yeah, on the yeah, table. Yeah. The run the jewels. And yeah, I never, I don't know if it was run the jewels, but. The little I, black kids, and he was like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never knew that they were dancing because they were going to see Black Panther. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I finally watched the whole video for the first time. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's always that boy. It's always yeah, the boy. Yeah, oh, that little boy doing a little yeah. jig. Oh, I've always, always seen the whole the boy. Video. It's, it's just the uh, Ron Clark Academy, right? Yes, yes, yeah. the Ron yeah. Clark Academy. It's beautiful, and man. Very much so, man. Just watching the joy and excitement 
on those kids' faces, mm-hmm. knowing that they that. were going to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, man. When we were kids, we didn't have that. We oh, had man. Richard Pryor and Superman. Man. Yep. I mean, I can't. We didn't really have man. any black superheroes like that to yeah. look up to in, in yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah. So, just uh, Halloween, man. Just seeing the little black, like yes. just seeing it, seeing the mm-hmm. pride, seeing the like. Mm-hmm. This is me. Like this is what I am. Yeah. You know I mean, and just like. Yep. You you really can't put a price tag on that and what that carries for mm-hmm. memories for yeah. those kids when they turn eighteen nineteen they'll be like man I remember when my dad took me and my mom moved my auntie took me to go see mm-hmm. I remember when my field trip we went to go see Black Panther for the third time I remember how it made me feel when blah 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 I remember yeah. when Killmonger just all those memories man it's the intention and the urgency that he had to just mm-hmm. continue to give even when life was taking from him. Like, that shit is yeah. just wild to me. I've been wanting to go back and rewatch because Endgame is still my favorite. I've been wanting to watch, go back and just rewatch. Endgame is just, just too dark for me. What's that supposed to mean, Nick? No, mm-hmm. I mean like it's mm-hmm. it's like it's a sad it's a mm-hmm. sad <laughs> What's with dark it's shit, a sad man? movie. You got a problem with dark shit? Though? <laughs> yeah, as you pull up your fucking he said maybe I do what the fuck. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> what if I do? See, I like I like the fifty word because it's happy then it gets sad. Endgame is just sad and then it gets happy at the end. We're trying to celebrate yeah. blackness over here. I'm just saying. We, we are celebrating blackness because he was the baddest motherfucker that walked out that fucking thing. He said it was too dark. That's what I'm saying. The tone. The tone. Oh, man, the tone was again <laughs> celebratory. This was some fucking, this was nah, some nonsense. Shit. This was ultra yep. black. <laughs> the first circle, he walks out with two black women and doesn't even smile. Nope. Doesn't say, hey, I'm back. He don't say shit. He just walks out and the camera pans on his face and he's, hold on. He, I, I thought he, I thought he walked out because he was pissed off that y'all, y'all had this war at my house and now we still fighting. You know, like, y'all brought me man. back to fight again. Black Panther showed up because he knew he had the whole fucking Gang with him. Booba, yeah! <laughs> Booba, yeah! All them motherfuckers. If they didn't have Africa, they'd have lost that fucking fight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Think about it. And yep. you're talking about it's too dark. Oh, Once again! Yeah. Once again! It's, it's the mindset. It is. Now. It's like, it's, yeah. We gotta yeah. break this, nigga. Bro, y'all make me. <laughs> Look, if, he, if they did not have Wakanda, they would have That's lost not that the fight. <laughs> it is the point. The point I'm talking about, I'm saying it's a sad point. So you're saying oh, it should have no. been in Germany? No, I'm just You know what I'm saying? Well, the Germans go. I didn't like they took the fight to Wakanda in the first place. Why you gotta fight in Africa? Is that a trucker hat too, Nick? Uh, what is happening, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on today? <laughs> what was uh what was Dave Chappelle's white character? What was his name? Clayton Tyrone. No, no, yeah. Not the crap. Clayton Big. Yeah. Is that what's happening right now? Right, y'all funny. Oh damn. Mumbai. You ain't gonna say it back. You ain't even say it right. I'm saying it to you. What is it? It's not Mumbai, what is it? Nah, that's that's it's um Right, right. No, because you talking about his, his mother. I don't make them jokes. <laughs> I don't make them jokes no more. What was it, Nick? I'll make them. It was uh, it it was the way what they were uh responding to is is like that. But what's the actual word they're saying? It wasn't Boombaye. Nah, it wasn't Boombaye for about five years. <laughs> I gotta figure it out. It's not Yvonne Bay. Yeah, that's what it was. That's Bay. it. That's it. Yvonne Bay. That's it. I was saying Yvonne Bay before. I don't know where I got. Just think about like the Michael Jackson song. Someone says I'm gonna stop the song. Who really knows, man? We just let it go. It's like, you can't behind it. Right. Like, I'm gonna say this We ain't trying to bring each other down. Right. We're trying to celebrate. Yeah. Yvonne Bay. We're gonna mix it up, Nick. In the theater, everybody did say that though. As soon as he when he started doing the chant, I I love that scene about it. Um. 
But yeah, Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. That's yeah. that's just, man. So like in, in going a little bit back to like the Kyle situation, I was talking about how naive I am. I shared something with y'all that I just want to play real quick because I, I like, man, my mom. The older I get, the more gems I realize that she really gave me. But like, I I just I don't always apply them, and it's I guess it's instances like this that really make me dig back into like what she said and how I could apply it and. Like she was born in a, in, in a where you know the there was a racial divide, and obviously her upbringing was a lot different than mine. And she did a fucking hell of a job to shield me from those things. And I think that the 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 negative effect of the good job that she did was create a level of na- naivety inside of me. And when I saw this post last night, it's basically the Arkansas uh, sheriff. Todd Wright just pretty much cussing out his girlfriend for just talking to a black person. So let me let me play this clip, man. Wait, who is this guy again? <laughs> he is the sheriff of Arkansas. So are we supposed to be surprised by this? Or? Have you ever been to Arkansas? No, I have not, but I've seen videos as of late. But I don't know, man. It, I'm I'm su- I'm surprised. Like I said, like 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 I said, I'm I'm part. I guess I'm partly naive to this type of ideology. Like how I, in 2020, as much shit that we've talked about here, how do you still get surprised by a white person saying nigger? It's Are you talking about his position more so? His position, the fact that he's mad at his girl for just saying hi to a black man, how that just all the way fucked up his entire day. Mm. It shouldn't. Maybe you should clarify that's like, wasn't this the same thing that Donald Sterling got mm-hmm. kind of pissed at his yeah. girlfriend mm-hmm. for? Like, just how many years ago? Hulk was that? Hogan. That was 2013. It's Hulk Hogan. See what I'm saying? You got you to gotta pay attention, man. You got to get your ear to the streets. I didn't know. Hulk Hogan is a racist piece of shit. And the yeah. fact that he's been able to, like, make another turnaround is insane to me. You're yeah. a nigger, brother. Like, yeah, yeah I, I forget what he said exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, got, like, he got mad at his, his daughter, I yeah. think. You don't have to talk to them. You don't yeah. have to talk yeah. to them. Dating like, a black person. They'd be scared of losing their white women. Yeah, exactly. Was it hearing him say nigger? It wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. <laughs> That was kind of guessing. Like, was it him or nigger? As opposed to nigger. If he said nigger, sometimes he said that like like the white dude. He said my nigger. He was trying to see if people knew what nigger meant. Like, no, it's not the word, Ken. Like I said, the fact that it just fucked up his entire day. So, so it's like you're so rooted in hatred that even somebody just saying, "Hey, how you doing today?" Will fuck you up. Like that's that's the aspect of it that I I'm naive to. I know that there's white people that just mm-hmm. vehemently hate black people. But how often do we hear that though? Like caught on like the nigger part. Like we we it sometimes it's bleeped out. It's like you hear like you can real, hear it a lot when you talk to. I know, but way. to actually outwardly hear it it's though, sometimes it can be a little bit jolting for people that don't haven't really heard it like it's that. It's never at this point. It's never jolting to me. They're yeah, like, okay. that's what I'm saying for people. That, but see, he has an experience 
what you and I have being I'm outwardly. Sure he's been called nigger. You never been called a nigger. Not by like a white person. Not like. Are that. you serious? One hundred percent. And it wasn't the fact that he said the N word, Ken. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it's the context. It's the fact that he was all up in arms because his girl said hey to a motherfucker, bro. And it's like if that is your trigger. If that is your trigger, it, just being a decent human being is triggering you to spew all of this hatred. Then how do you even police? They're not decent human how, beings. How, how, how do you exactly. even? <laughs> because him, him, he's looking at it like how he's you, talking to someone that is lower than him. So to him, it's not being a decent lower human than being. her even. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly. And, and I guess right. Yeah. That meant obviously. That meant I. 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 I cannot comprehend. Because it's logical. It's not for us to comprehend. Because yeah. number one, it's yeah. for it's for us to be inflicted upon. It's exactly. not for us yeah. to understand it. The brutality is the purpose. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like they're inside an institution that teaches and rewards brutalizing. Yeah. It rewards yeah. terrorizing. It Emmett rewards Till, assaulting prime people. example. He was he was whistling at a white woman. Look what look what happened. He may him. not even have done that. Yeah, well, right. based off what she said, the woman mm-hmm. that died, yeah. she mm-hmm. said she lied about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, like that's a great point because even then, the people who killed uh, Emmett Till, mm-hmm. the man who defended them in court, mm-hmm. ended up mentoring Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know Strom that. Thurmond. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. did, and he did a eulogy at his funeral, at his called funeral. him one of the greatest men he ever sh- lived. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> That's why, man. So, sure so this shows the interconnectedness. If a rich billionaire is saying, why are you talking to those athletes? Why are you talking to them? And then the police chief is saying, don't talk to those. Then it has to show that there is a congruency and ideology in, in, in the country. It's just, it, it, is, it is institutionalized mm-hmm. and it's socialized mm-hmm. into us to be anti-black. And it's even on, in black people to institutionalize that. Yeah. And, we're not, it's, and it's on us to literally unlearn that, unlearn hating ourselves, to literally want to live. But we have to stop being surprised by this shit. Got to. We have to. Because, like, every time we're shocked by it and we're sitting here going, like, the Pokemon right. mind face. Right. Of the, what's the little yellow one? Pikachu. 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 Okay. Pikachu. Yeah. I can't believe. We have to stop that. But I think it's because it's a generational right. thing because... Y'all talked about it. Oh my bad. Go ahead. Bro. No finish. <laughs> now nah, I was like, halfway through the sentence. I, like, I, I don't know what you be doing, bro. You be pausing a lot. I didn't even pause. I'm old. I gotta breathe. This mask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you go to a black church? Now I grew up in a white church. Yeah, because they pause in the black church. <laughs> See, now we understand. That's the emphasis. You know? <laughs> You're supposed to give that's call and response. Call response. You know right. what I'm saying? But, you, don't, you don't know nothing about that. You got about right. No, I would say this a general. I think it's a generational thing. I don't think a lot of Black young black people have been in front of racism like that. You hear about it. It's one thing to hear about the boogeyman. It's one thing to see it. It's that. just like it shocks people. Like, damn, this is really real. Yeah, y'all heard like, about it until Trayvon. That's my point. When I'm you're not. when you're closer to our age, I understand someone that's Huey's age that might be like, really, this but, it's also but to me, it's a generation. Yeah. No, I, no I, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, but you, even if you weren't seeing it directly. I would feel like at this point in your life, you would understand that this is a very real thing to the point where if you hear it on your phone, you're not going to be like, oh, my God. This, it's this, like, I'm not making fun of him. You guys are being dicks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm being no, real. Like, no, 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 like, it's your emphasis on shit, bro. You know what it is, Mike? Right. Mike, the thing is, is that I know it's real. Mm-hmm. Like, but just like to what Nick said, like, I'm... This boogeyman is real, but you don't know how real it is until you're confronted with it. What I'm saying is you're hearing on your phone. You're not even being directly confronted with it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is when you're seeing it on a device or hearing it on a device mm-hmm. and you're surprised by that, 
Imagine what's going to happen when it's directly in your face. So I'm saying as black men who are closer to our age, I feel like we should be more prepared for these things happening. So when I'm saying like, oh, well, you know, I hear it on my phone and this person's saying nigger and I'm surprised. Bro, when it happens to you in the grocery store, what are you going to do? When it happens to you when you're driving down the street, someone yells it out of the window, what are you going to do? When it happens when a real cop comes to your window and does something like, what are you going to do? It's like we have to be ready and prepared to understand that we can't react the way we want to react. Well, that's where I think we have to begin to understand as black people the difference between structures and individuals. Mm-hmm. Where structures necessitate and they facilitate these individuals to do these things, whereas individuals cannot comprise an entire system. Right. Whereas, like, a police officer can go into a system and say, I'm going to be the guy who changed. No, because the functions mm-hmm. and what is necessary to facilitate the results of this institution is crime. Mm-hmm. It is criminality. It is terrorism. It is anti-blackness. So whatever you do, you're feeding into that system. Even if you're right. just writing a fucking ticket in the middle of the city, what you're doing is you're putting a black person in more debt. You're putting somebody in literal uh, harm's way to be arrested if they cannot pay the ticket. So what are you doing? You're still aiding anti-blackness. You're still aiding the dispossession of our people. Mm-hmm. And we just have to begin to understand that this context of racism is not a matter of individual attitudes. Exactly. It is a matter of systems. There's money tied to this. There's structures mm-hmm. tied to this. There's institutions that breed this type of thought, cultures that insulate this type of thought. So when we as black people interact with those who have these you know, uh, frameworks or have these logics in their minds, we have to understand, bro, you're not talking to somebody in 2020. You're talking to somebody born in 1865. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you, you're, like, you're talking to 300-year-old 300 300 ideas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, Q, and you cannot box that. You know and, what I mean? And Q, like, I think that's such a great point because I think that's why it's always such shock from people when they these things are revealed to them because there's a – it seems to be a lack of understanding of of the institutions and the systemic racism. And that's why when I'm looking on Twitter and people get shot, people are like, why don't y'all love us? Why don't y'all treat us like decent human beings? Because they don't look at you right. like that. And if you understood the systems that this country was built on, you would understand that it's baked in. Mm. And you would understand that's why you're you're not loved or looked at in a certain way. You were at one point three fifths of, of a human being, right? You know what I'm saying? That so, was a step up. Yeah. So that education that has to be really have to educate people on that part of it, and then you know hopefully the rest will start to kind of formulate and and people won't walk around with with hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, la- and la- last thing I'll say is that, like, man, police got a code called NHI, no humans involved. There's literally a code for no humans involved, meaning that there is a, if there is a shooting, there is a riot, meaning where the police had to get involved and somebody died, they can literally designate that there was no humans involved. They did this during Rodney King. They did this during the 68 riots and rebellions. They do this all over the country. Where they, they can no-knock warrant you, mm-hmm. go up in there, shoot your whole family up, mm-hmm. no humans involved. Because I thought it was a drug, I thought it was a crack house. I, th- I thought it was, a, I thought it was a trap spot. Mm-hmm. And they can just code that in. And what is that? How, like, what are you if that's your first day on the job and you got to write on no humans involved? Right. You're, you're a good cop, right? You're trying to change it, but what did they just make you do? Mm-hmm. They, they literally made you bend your will towards the system. So mm-hmm. it's like we, 
and this is and this is not to shame anybody because I always want us to understand the context and the terrain that we're on. Because I don't think we understand, bro. As, as African people, as Black people, we are behind enemy lines in mm-hmm. America. Always, we are behind enemy lines in this world because they didn't just colonize America. Yeah, they went all across the world. So it's like we have to begin to educate ourselves and move in a way that is with intention of not just saving our lives when it's time to you know fight for them, mm-hmm. but proactively mm-hmm. building things, proactively instilling a knowledge, proactively looking towards a future where we can have our own institutions, our own structures and our own uh, ability to have power for ourselves, to be able to protect our kids. There's no mm-hmm. reason why a police officer should be able to pull up on a 12 year old child and shoot them. Right. There's no, and nothing happens to, to them of actual substance. No money gets pulled from anywhere. No institution uh, puts a punishment anywhere, but we don't have them. Mm-hmm. And I say this to us all, all the time. And this is the very last thing I'll say. Black people will say that we are not slaves anymore. We, we've been freed. I say that we've been released. Mm-hmm. And even if you do not imagine yourself to be a slave, what is stopping you from ever being one again? Mm-hmm. Before we, real quick, mm-hmm. FIFO, and I'm glad he said this was not to shame you because like, that's why I was getting slightly agitated at the laughing. I was not trying to make fun of you or make you feel stupid. That's why I tried to tell you multiple times, don't feel bad. But like he was just saying, these are things that we have to start to understand so we can tell other people that this is how they think. All of these, these jobs are all interconnected. Cop, police chief, politician, politician they're all connected. Judge. Judge. They all, and they, I don't want to say they all think that way, but I feel like we should walk into the room thinking they do. Mm-hmm. Because there's a big difference between being surprised and pissed. I can be pissed off all day long at this motherfucker calling people niggers and mm-hmm. getting mad at his girl for talking to a nigger. But that doesn't mean I'm surprised. I'm just mad that the system is reinforcing this to keep happening. Mm-hmm. But being surprised and being caught off guard by it happening, I feel like that's what keeps this type of shit happening. Because every time it happens, like Ken was just saying, we're like, why can't you treat us better? They never have. So why would they start doing it now? So we just have to get into this mindset. I'm not trying to say everybody walk out and think every single white person mm-hmm. is actively racist. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying when you're looking at a person that belongs to this type of system, you are going to save yourself a lot of heartache by assuming that he is. That's all I'm saying. I guess maybe surprise is, is, is the wrong word. It's more disappointed yeah. um, that this type of idea this type of thought process mm-hmm. is still this prevalent now. Like that, I, I'm more disappointed. I'm not necessarily surprised. I know that there are millions of motherfuckers that think this way mm-hmm. and I would react this way. But I'm just looking at, I'm bugging out by the fact that this is news. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, like people will post this on Twitter mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh my God, look at this. Can you believe this happened? I'd be like, yeah, I can. And, you know, I, I've just come to realization, realization that I have of just saying people get there when they get there, right? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I, I think for me, as long as they get there. And, you know, if it, if it took this, even you were agitated, but that shit was funny though. <laughs> but it took, but I that, wasn't making fun of I know you I were not making very, fun, very but it's, yeah, sure. but you know I still was, it still was funny. They always think I'm picking on people. Cause you I didn't see your face. I, you didn't see my face either. Nigga, I'm looking right at you. I have a mask on. <laughs> 
<laughs> you just see your eyes. Either way, though. Whatever. As long as Ralph knows I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, yeah. I and I don't think fuck he... y'all like. <laughs> <laughs> fuck y'all. Nick always laughing at me, so I don't care. <laughs> I wish he was laughing then because I could blame it on him. <laughs> That's why I, I had to be quiet. I was like, I'm getting blamed too much. I'm coming at y'all. I got a trucker hat, blue eyes, matter mask. I'm putting too much shit on me. But nah, but yeah, man, like sometimes it, you just never know what that event is. You just never know right. what that one thing is that will be like, God damn, this mm-hmm. shit is fucking real. Which is why I asked about the nigger. Y'all laughed at that shit. <laughs> you know, it wasn't the, question it was the way you asked him, right? You made it seem like he was like, he understands shit about racism. Right. Like, so was it you because know he said nigger? <laughs> Were you mad at the er or the uh? Right. The N-I-G was cool, but it was the last thing. Yeah, you were fine when you got the nigger. If you had the nigger, it was like, okay, I get it. That's funny. But nigga, you, you added the er. Now we gotta talk. <laughs> You don't you took it too far. <laughs> y'all, y'all can't not be serious. <laughs> I know. It's your fault. You no, trying to have man. a serious conversation with this man? Y'all cracking jokes. Hell, man. See, I ain't, the, I ain't the biggest clown no more. Huh? I was trying to be serious with you. It's a clown. I'm trying to the clown today. I'm just saying. <laughs> and you over there, damn near to the rest. Oh, Both y'all. I thought it was assholes. a myth. I didn't know it was real. I thought it was a myth. I said, N word, nigga, rap. This motherfucker said, er. God damn. Shit. You're a fucking idiot, man. What the fuck is going on? In the words of B, what the fuck is going on here? I can't stand y'all. All right, man. Yeah. I'm done. What was your point? You had a point. Next topic. We're done. Comment commentary. Y'all some assholes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, man. That's going to do it for topics this week. We'll be back with Common Commentary after this quick break. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. All right, we're back. Uh, Ducati Jones, Ducati underscore Jones. Also, there were 111 comments. It's crazy. Uh, Ro, I think you guys should read what Ice Cube was talking about. He's actually been preaching this for a while. But don't think you all knew about it. Uh, how you were discussing it is actually a very comprehensive plan that I think you all would agree with. Please read and discuss. He included the link. Mm-hmm. So I'll uh, check that out. Appreciate it, bro. Um, this one got downvoted like a motherfucker. Um, Y'all stop downvoting people, man. Let them get their shit off. <laughs> yeah, because I, I replied to him. I don't know if he was in here trolling or not, but it said, uh, Opus, Opus <laughs> underscore Cosmic Domo. The voter shaming is shitty. Biden won't listen to anyone who will fuck this country with the condom instead of raw dogging us. Yeah, what's so, wrong with that? I don't know. I don't know. Where's the lie? <laughs> uh, S underscore Mus- uh, Muscutty wrote, I think as far as social media truth checking is too idealistic to assume everyone will fact check on their own. QAnon is literally a problem created from people sharing fake and dangerous things on social media platforms, having a system to prevent things like this going forward. Considering we still are trying to understand the effects of social media on us, like like the issue as I understand it, it has to be the fact that you have these um, social media giants and conglomerates comprised of thousands of employees and thousands of uh, interests, 
And what that means is that you're going to get a skewed perspective on what is a fact and what is not. So there's things on Facebook that have like banned people who have talked about the need for a living wage mm-hmm. that because it induces hate speech or people who fact checked um, military operations and who's actually being killed by by drone strikes. They'll say this is subject to false information. Right. Though. So who is putting that tag there? All right. Last two uh, brief sketches. This might sound messed up, but it's real out here for us. I'm glad that the cop reached for the taser and not the gun. I only read that because apparently in the one that just happened, he really reached for the taser and then and subsequently reached for the gun. So this goes to the Gwinnett County uh, woman that was tased by the oh, cop last yeah. week. Uh, so he was just pointing out that he said it could have ended uh, way worse for no reason. And he had a gun right there on his hip. And we've seen officers shoot a brother or sister or a black person with another gender identity with less reason. Here we are. Uh, last one. Yep. It's me again. I always love the political topics. I love how you guys are logical thinkers. Mike stay dropping some gems during these combos and Ken opinion is always great. All right. Positivity. Hey, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. I wanted to end on a positive note there. That was nice. All right. Y'all still some fuck niggas though. Just let's, just so y'all know. <laughs> y'all still some bitches. <laughs> they be eating y'all alive in them comments, boy. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is already running long. So I want to just read the follow up from last week. So, uh, the guy wrote back in. He said, sorry, I didn't type my question well. I live in the States and my girlfriend and I both live in Denver, but mm-hmm. I wanted to move to Arizona because it fits my lifestyle more. Mm-hmm. When we talked about moving in together, it was let's both move to Arizona and start a new life together. When it came down to actually moving, she backed out because she said she doesn't want to leave family, and she said at the job she has now. For further detail, we've known each other since we were around six years old, and now we're together. I know I do love this girl, but at the same time, I don't want to have resentment towards her if I don't give moving a shot to see what it's like in Arizona and what it has to offer me. She already said long distance isn't an option. So this goes so back does to what anyone's you... opinion change? No. Yes. Whoa. Go ahead. Well, to what Nick was talking about in terms of Tony Braxton, this is this is the prime example. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're st- you're young. Um, you don't want to be 45 and look back and be like, damn, I should have moved to Arizona. You should be 45 in Denver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's where I'm at. I'm like, why do you want to go to Arizona? That's what I was thinking. Chuck like, Ben told y'all motherfuckers don't go to fucking Arizona mm-hmm. years ago. I'm counting down to a day deserving fit for a king. I'm waiting for a time when I can get to Arizona because my money is spent on the goddamn rent. Neither party is mine, not the jackass or the elephant. Come Am I the on. only one? Yeah. 20,000 niggy niggy brothers in the corner. I'm the only one? Yep. <laughs> Y'all rap fans? Yep. I'm letting you cook, bro. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Damn. I ain't gonna interrupt you. So you, know, you, know, you, like that. So you think he should stay? This is a goddamn shame. <laughs> you think he should stay? I don't think you should go the fuck to Arizona. <laughs> well, it, I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, unless you're going to Phoenix, I can't co-sign it. I'm sorry. Is Phoenix straight? Like I would yeah, say that Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix cool. has a. I mean, yeah, Phoenix I've been, has a pretty cool I've been seeing people Phoenix. that I went to high school with from that moved from Detroit to Phoenix. So mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about Phoenix. That's, Around like mm-hmm. the Arizona State area and like I would say Scottsdale. If you mm-hmm. like those areas, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Okay. okay, better than Denver. Because Denver's kind of liberal. You can't get high if you like weed. So number one, if you like if you like your recreational, stay in. Well, Denver. he said his lifestyle fits Arizona more than Denver. So Maybe that's, that's be what warmer. I'm Maybe he likes your... warmer climate. It's yeah. it's it is, it is it is it is warmer. Like um, it is warmer. There's a lot of 
a lot of desert and valleys if you like hiking and stuff. There's a lot of mountains mm. and stuff if you like naturey things. But it's very slow if you're looking for like a nightlife that's like yeah nah unless yeah. you go into Phoenix like that center city part you're not mm. gonna be in nothing really yeah. so which but, might be what, what he wants yeah but at the end of the day look he he's super young you said what 22 23? He was 23 last yeah. year yeah 20, 22 I mean, last 23 week. 25 and under <laughs> how does he today right? he, he's 25 <laughs> and under bro if 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 this is a move that you want to experience for whatever reason. Mm-mm. I don't think that at this age you should be making concessions for other people. I, I definitely think you should be living life for you. That's true. And this is the 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 most. The, this is the best time to be selfish because as you get older, you are be, you naturally will become more selfless. You know what I'm saying? So like like right now, bro, be selfish. Do what you want to do because you don't want to look back when you're forty something and just regret shit, man. Like live life, dog. Mm-hmm. If this is the the bad move, guess what? The next move will be an even better move. But live life and and make the decisions you you see fit best for yourself. She basically told you she want to break up with you. At least that's what I. Or she said, I "I'm not leave. going to fucking Arizona." Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, it's they, they, yeah. they've yeah. had. Mo- seems, you don't have just one conversation about this and bringing like they've had yeah. multiple conversations. It sounds like because no, she said Nick, she was on board, right? Is? She didn't think that nigga was serious. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> she she thought that this talk was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, I'll appease him. But yeah. then when the shit got for real and he was for real, she's like, nah, fuck that. I got family. I got this job. Bitch, you it's can Arizona. Get, but she, but yeah. she was saying, but, but didn't he say, like, they talked about moving elsewhere, period? Listen to what I'm saying, though. Nick. She didn't think he was serious yep. about moving. Yep. Or she doesn't want to go to Arizona. That too. Right. Maybe she was cool with them moving somewhere else. And then when but he when he said, said Arizona, Arizona, she's like, uh, uh MLK's birthday. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. I assume they're. No, no. She, she, it was about moving to Arizona. Yes. They, she don't Th- want to go That's to what she said. Yeah. No, she, she was, according to she him. She was down with it earlier. When we talked about moving in together, it was let's both move to Arizona and start a new oh. life together. Yeah. She didn't think that need Negro was serious. Mm, yep. Yeah. You're right then, Ken. Yeah. Or nigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that one. Yep. And then this motherfucker came with them bosses. Hold on. Whistle, what you doing? He's like, yeah. What are you packing? He said, I got my two week. I'm going to go to Arizona. What you mean? She's like, oh, no. I got my two week notice yesterday. What's going on? Yeah, I changed my advice. Trust your gut. You said you've known him since he was six years old. Yeah. Long enough, I guess. Trust your gut, man. Trust your gut, man. The thing is, always that. If you've been around this person for that long and the connection is because I would imagine if you've been six, you know what I mean, together, just, just, just in each other's lives, like that's a different type of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, know it's way beyond flesh. It's way that. beyond like yeah. just chemistry. That's like, yo, we loving basketball. You know what I mean? So, so, yeah, loving yeah, basketball. Shit. So yeah. trust your gut, bro. And if mm-hmm. it's meant to be, I promise mm-hmm. you, she will come if you yeah. really just go. I, I, I really promise you. But you should go somewhere other than Arizona. Mm-hmm. And if she don't, then. It's fine. It's too. not meant to be. You know? yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm with them. Just leave her ass. Fuck it. Yeah, you, so, you have to. Yeah. yeah so, what was your position? He uh, said steal her. He said stay. No, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't. You said steal. Yes, he did. He said words. make her go. That's what. That's what he, he said. Oh. He said put her in a check bag and have a fly. Yeah. Yeah. Say that. Yes, you did. He's gonna lie. He's trying to be 
Steal the Reddit commenters? No, they yeah. can wind the tape back, Ken. You know they don't rewind. I didn't say steal. You said make like, her, her go. Yeah, you like make her go. Put her ass into something. Ebombay. You was joking. That's what you're saying. You were joking saying it, but you said it. You know what I'm saying? I said box her up and take her. That's not basically. And that is Miss Ebenezer. Right. We can't talk about boxing women up. But that's why I changed my mind. I know the fact. You changed your mind today. It took you a week to, re- to realize that you can't steal and box women up. I didn't know the family wanted, and like, it was the family. She, she, clearly he can't take the family. I don't think there's enough room. So if there was not a family <laughs> situation, <laughs> okay. they box up the whole family. <laughs> That's gonna layaway. cost too much. So you gonna put the family on a layaway? Like, come on now. Like, yeah, I wanna oh, put, I wanna, I wanna put her right here to like December. I'll be back. I'm like, come on, bro. At some point I'm gonna let you out, but just not today. Yeah. Um, so anyway, man, brother Q, man, thank you for coming by, uh, hanging with us, yeah, brother. Always oh, oh, fun, man. Yep. Uh, I don't, I don't get no shout out. He's just cute. No. Nigga, you, you, y'all treat me like I ain't shit. Second class citizen in this motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Q, how, Q, how long we know you not? How long has been? Dog, been, this like, has been about. Dead in sports, nigga, from the beginning. This gotta it's be 2013. 2013 man. Man. Almost God, 10 years. Wow. Like, you, you were 18. Yeah, I was yep. like 17, man. Damn. Yep. He's a grown ass man now. So yeah, you, I think you, yeah. God damn. Yeah, it's been like six years, man. That's so, fucking crazy. So you're crazy. 24, 25? 23 now. 23? You only 23? 23. I know. You all right? That, that, that's why we keep I'm just, now I'm just saying like shit. If he's way more advanced than I was at 23. No, 100%. 100%, which is. Um, I'm talking about like the research that I didn't say. You over here. You got them judgy eyes, Mike. <laughs> hey. Put your glasses back on. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man. Q's always been, been down with, with, with the dead end movement, man. So we appreciate you, dog. Like, real talk. Real talk. No, for sure, man. I remember I was, I was, I was like 15 commenting on y'all video, <laughs> videos, man. Damn. I was 15 years old. And my friend Dan put me on to y'all shit. And it was like, yo, yo, you gotta watch these dudes. They, you know, never seen this type of conversation around music before. And I think it was sideline story review. Mm. I think it was wow. over in some apartment complex in the back of driving. And people was like, yo, this dude, J. Cole. And that's why I, I was like, who's this dude? That's how I found J. Cole. Wow. And I, I followed up. And when y'all started doing, I had to call him. I'm like, yo, from there, six years from now. That's crazy. It's wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Time, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, super appreciative for sure. Yeah, if it was anybody else, you you wouldn't you, you know no, hell no. you wouldn't be here. It's like you only here because it's because it's you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Um, but but yeah. Well, one final time, man. Your boys' uh, project for sure. You can go to M I A H Music Maya Music on Instagram on all socials. You can check out the new single Cascades on Spotify, Apple Music, title, all platforms. Check us out now. Peace. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.